there, Comic Clan, and welcome to Comics in the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. Spoilers! Yeah, we're going to start off with spoilers. I'm just, I'm saying this out the gate. You know why you're here. You know why we are here today. This is about Spider-Man, No Way Home. We're, we're going to spoil the bejesus out of this We movie, so. are going to be talking all spoilers today. But we have heard. <laughs> Shh. Don't look at the don't look at the holes in my madness. It's fine. That's our tagline. Shush. It's like, dude. All right. All right. Again, we're gonna spoil the bejesus yeah. out of this movie. Okay. You know, you so. know the basics of who we are. You know, we're comics to the cross. I'm cross. He's nitro. You know what we do? We're gonna be talking about Spider Man No Way Home. We're gonna be talking, not just reviewing this movie through like we usually do. We are gonna basically be just going all over the map with this if yeah you it's not gonna be a linear re review like we normally do at the beginning to the end of the movie too much happens in this movie it's gonna be a shotgun so like if There's you are so here, good stuff. if you are here we are assuming you have either seen the movie or are okay with spoilers we are going to be going all in on spoilers for spider-man yeah, no way home flipping it chat is going off yeah dude i love seal order to make a new spider-man movie <laughs> <laughs> yo get out Skeet spot update. Thank you for the Someone host ads. Greatly appreciated, brother. And is sharing it with their community. Alright, before we get into the Spider-Man stuff, though, before we do that, um, I do have a couple of things I just want to mention. First of all, is a massive thank you to everyone for the thoughts and prayers and everything you have been sending my family. Uh, my daughter is getting over the the hump of the really bad part of COVID. Um, she's starting to feel a bit better. My wife awesome. has been knocked out for almost like two days. Jay has been in bed, so we're on the fence if she's going to actually be streaming tomorrow night to try and finish up Bioshock Two because we just don't know how she's going to be tomorrow. Yeah, and I've not taken a test officially, but I think I have it now because I'm Yay! dying. I'm dying a little bit today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just a heads up, everybody. Cross is feeling like absolute trash today, so the fact that he's on stream is is, is incredible. Look, you have no idea what I went through to make sure I could see this movie. I, like, checked if I had symptoms. I was checking my temperature multiple times before leaving the house yesterday. I put on fresh clothes so I didn't have anything that was around people with COVID on. I had double masks sitting in the cinema, making sure I was literally doing everything. Because at this point, I was like, I don't... He was wearing a hazmat suit, let's be I was honest. like, because I'm vaccinated, I, you know, I'm not currently showing any symptoms of it. I am doing whatever I can to do this. Yes. So yes. the symptoms are now showing. So guess what? We are officially having a COVID Christmas because we are there quarantined we through Christmas now. <laughs> Fantastic. So thank you though for everyone who's been showing us some support. Thank you for everyone who's been sending prayers. Uh, glad the daughter's feeling better. Hope you and the wife feel better. Thanks, Raven. I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it so much. But yeah, so we're I, we're doing okay. We're we're going to get there. It's nothing majorly serious. Like I'm probably going to be knocked on my butt and next for the next couple of days but that's probably yeah. about it hopefully yeah um thankfully i am very introverted i don't like going places anyway so being stuck in the house isn't a big deal you're not introverted <laughs> you're lucky i have a camera let's put it that way you know what i mean <laughs> it's like I, I i'm okay not going places for 10 days i like i think i'll live um yeah, yeah we'll live we'll be good also as well i i just i wasn't going to do this today as well but i want to do it especially with being our last show and i got another package like last night nice a massive thank you to the members of the comic clan who have been sending me gifts for anyone who doesn't know on co-op trio our friend watson at co-op trio <coughs> excuse me on his um discord set up a page for christmas wish lists where you can post your amazon wish list and if people want to and are able to they can go ahead and buy you stuff 
off of that wish list. So I, I put a list up there with the hopes of like, yeah, maybe I'll get something, you know, not not yeah. really expecting anything. I've got a freaking pile of stuff here now. I'm gonna, I want to show this nice. off what the comic clan got me. First of all, I want to show this piece. Look at the haul. Dude, I got to get my stuff too. Hold up. I want to show this off. My Scarlet Spider that I got from Chunk the Hut. So, ma massive thank you to him. There's only like two of these things I actually know who they're from. Um, only two of them actually had tags of who they were from. I'm going for Nitro to come back so I can ramble. I, it could be, okay, help me. We need, to, we need to make sure he's aware we have noticed the jammy bottoms. Are you wearing Christmas pajama pants? I am wearing Christmas pajamas. Don't judge me. <laughs> Always. Hey, we got less than a week to Christmas. So. I said, like, you just got up and I'm like, I look. I was talking <laughs> to the people and then I noticed you walking across the screen. I went, wait a minute. No, I can't let that go. I can't let that uh, one elk, go. Elk and Christmas um, trees on it. That's right. So, first of all, we've got Scarlet Spider from Chunk the Hut, who, if you watched our favourite characters, one of my favourite um, characters of all time. Um, he sent me that Funko Pop, which is cool. The only other one that I got that I know who it is from is actually my Christmas gift from Mr. Nitro himself, um, who sent me Witches from Scott Snyder and Jock, which, um, if you've not heard me mention it before, we are 100% going to be um, doing this for our Halloween Indie Comic Book Club in 2022. Um, phenomenal book. Freaking scary for a comic book. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying, but... Um, I got a couple of other things I want to show off as well. Just how awesome we were. Somebody sent me the Action Bible. Nice. Which it was really amazing to get after having like actually talked with Sergio Cariello. I mean, come on, look at this artwork. Look at the artwork in here. Like actually getting to go through it and see the artwork that this man put together. It's it's really not fair how talented some people are. <laughs> it's really not. And then one I showed off on stream before, someone sent me volume one of Nightwing's original solo run. Yeah, that's sweet. And then last night, there was a package just sitting on my doorstep, and someone sent me volume one of Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin run. Dude, that's sweet, man. Which is, apparently it's a Nightwing Christmas for me as well, because if anyone doesn't know, that run is actually when Bruce Wayne is dead, and uh, Dick Grayson takes over as Batman. Is everybody is anybody ever really dead? And oh. and Marvel and DC, no. <laughs> um, all right, so I want to show off some of my swag, man. Yeah, because you guys sent so, some stuff as well. So it's a massive thank yeah. you. We want to show this yeah, stuff dude. off as a massive thank you. Because like, apart from yourself, the comic you sent me, and apart from the pot from Chunk the Heart, I have no idea who sent me the rest of the stuff. They either didn't put a message on the gift tag, or they sent like a from Santa on it. So like, I don't know even know who I'm thanking. So a massive thank you to whoever sent that stuff. So I, I think I know who sent this. I think Chunk sent this to me. Well, huge shout out to Chunk. I'm a huge fan of just like reference books for art. And I've been wanting to learn how to draw fantasy and sci-fi a little bit better. That's and a so I had freaking up. sweet cover on that, by the way. Yeah, that is... it's, it's, it's huge. It's got really cool like references and stuff like that in the book. So. Well, I guess we know what's going to be happening in Art of the Hero 2022. I uh, know, right? And then I got <laughs> this one. And then I got this one, which I this had been on my list for a while, too. Oh, yes. I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan and a huge Batman fan, so I'm excited to watch this. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, man, huge kudos to Co-op Trio for setting that up, and big thanks to everybody who's been sending everybody gifts, man. That's such a cool idea. Yeah, I mean, it was such a cool idea and such an awesome thing for themselves. Thank, massive thank you to Watson for running it almost like a kind of, you know, Secret Santa, you know, sort of thing. 
so thank you so much for that to co-op trio for it um, and thank you for everyone who participated in saying like i honestly wish i had the money to buy gifts back for everyone else on the list yeah, yeah. i legitimately wish i did like we're broke we even myself and jay aren't buying each other christmas gifts this year we literally made sure we bought stuff for the kids that's it that's literally the christmas gifts we got um, so it's like so I wish I could reciprocate it but you no idea how much we love each and every one of you so a massive thank you for that yeah. um, one last thing uh, before we get into Spider-Man No Way Home talk is that we are actually also doing a giveaway today what, what? we are doing a massive giveaway if you um, have been watching our panels we've been doing a lot of close work with the guys over at Terminus Media if you've been listening to the podcast or watching the podcast for any length of time, you've probably seen Dr. Baron Bell. He's been on the show a few times talking about Dominion. Uh, so Dominion, Follow the House of Saul, Volume 1, um, is officially up for sale on either the Terminus Media website or on Amazon now. It's actually available on Amazon. Um, you can go ahead and purchase it, but we have one copy of that to give away today that will be signed by Dr. Bell and possibly as well, I'm going to try and see if we can get Daniel to sign it as well because Daniel's a co-writer on it. Um, nice. See if we can get them both to sign that off and send that to you. So we're going to get a special Christmas gift to someone in the comic clan and this is going to be a special, special giveaway. This is 100% going to people who are subbed to the channel. People who are subbed currently, people who are um, financially supporting us and have been financially backing us and um, we wanted to give a big thank you with this one i felt like it was just right to do it to the subs and um, so we're going to be doing the giveaway at the end of the show so if you're not subbed and want to be in with a chance to win that giveaway um, you can drop even the lowest level sub on there and um, the 4.99 between with a chance for winning or heck you can even sub if you've got amazon prime and don't use that prime to sub for free to any other channel go ahead and use it and sub to us because think about that you get a sub to our channel for absolutely free with amazon prime and you get a chance to walk away with a what 15 16 dollar worth of trade paperback comic book that's how much it would be worth without it being yeah, signed yeah. and it's going to be signed by the creators and the authors like i think that's a pretty good deal yeah. um so i've got our decider wheel set up um with the subs and stuff on it and uh, their names so we currently have seven people on the list and um, because myself and nitro obviously aren't eligible for it what skeet's bot update there A we go will spider making sure he's part of it to the star uh, clan excelsior thanks for the sub homie yeah thank you so much for the sub will spider welcome back into the stan clan and we will of course add will spider to that wheel right now uh, make sure i spell it right Alright, Will Spider, you're on there. We now officially have eight people on the wheel. Um, and that'll you'll be available to sub and be added to that wheel throughout the show today. Your sub didn't alert for some reason. What happened? Apparently Red's saying like his alert didn't come up for his sub. Let me just check and see if it went through Red. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's showing there's a nine sub, so somebody else definitely subbed, so. Not sure why it didn't come up red, but let me go ahead and add you onto that, and I'll double check the list and make sure you're officially on there for the end. So, Redbeard. 
All right, this competition's getting stiffer. We've got nine people on there. Do it. Um, but absolutely, if you want to be in with a chance of winning that, then go ahead and make sure you're subbed to the channel at some point today, and we will add you on um, to our wheel. Not worried about the alert, just making sure to be counted. No, absolutely, Red. Thank you for mentioning it to me, because it looks like it's showing up on Twitch, like in our um, analytics, but for some reason the alert didn't go off for it. Maybe you subbed at the same time as Spider, and like one overshadowed the other. Um... But yes, thank you so much for both of you subbing to the channel, showing your support, joining the Stan clan, and I'd, I'd love to say supporting us, but I know at this point you just want to win the book. I don't blame you, I'd be doing the same thing at this point. But thank you for everyone for the financial support you guys have given us, it's allowed us to expand and grow the channel and start to do some many, many awesome and amazing things. Um, And we are now... This is it. You've had, you've had a little bit of time at the start here, but we are yes. going full spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. Full, full, incredible spoilers. Full uh, oh, by the way, before before we jump in, mm -hmm. just uh, just one bit of news that I wanted to drop to the comic clan that I found out this morning mm -hmm. is that I think it has been... Thank you for the hero stair seal. Dude, it's so delayed on my end. <laughs> I was going to say, you're never going to get us both doing it because it only comes through my end. I need to find a way yeah. to get it set up so that it comes through Discord so that you can get it at the same time as me. It's all good. So, uh, I think it's officially, uh, it's officially official? I don't know. That's probably not the right way to say officially it. Officially official. <laughs> Deadpool will make his official MCU debut in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That dropped this morning, so... We Wait. shall see. I think a lot of characters are going to show for the first time in that movie, including mutants. I think my, we'll see. Opinion. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that because obviously they kind of hinted that at the end of the movie and stuff with where that's going to go, and I think that's going to be a whole open world. Um, but we're going to get into talking right. a little bit about that coming up. I need to use my hundred thousand channel points somehow. Dang! Spoilers, everybody. So this is it. Spoilers. Last chance. Spoilers cast. We're talking full spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. And trust me, I'm saying this fully. I say this for everything that we review. But like, please, if you honestly don't want to be spoiled, go and see this for yourself. This movie yeah. is worth seeing without real. any of the spoilers being out there. This, I know the rumors, I know those, the leaks are out there, but... This is one of those movies where, like, please don't spoil it for yourself. If if you yeah. haven't seen it, and even if you're not that, you really don't care about spoilers that much. I'm telling you, I I seen it yesterday. Spoil it for yourself. I seen it yesterday morning, and I managed to avoid spoilers apart from a couple of little stuff of people yep. that were rumored. Yep. But like, I pretty much didn't have any full spoilers of what was happening going into it, and it was so worth it. All it right, so again, out. spoilers, everybody. This is your last last possible chance. If you do not want to listen to any spoilers for No Way Home, you need to leave right now, or leave, just leave a lurk. But you can leave. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off. Did you always start with me, Cross? Mm -hmm. Look, I'm going to flip the table on you. Oh, okay? flipping at me at the end just, of the year. I just, yeah, I just need to get your overall, just your gut feeling walking out of the theater for Spider-Man No Way Home. I can tell you my feeling now. My gut feeling of leaving the theater, I think, was just... It was kind of more like shock and awe. Because like I think honestly it took me quite some time to like process everything that happens in this movie because yeah. there's so much and there's so many different angles. But like coming out of it and kind of having a feeling now of like that I thoroughly, 
enjoyed every bit of this movie. Yeah. I think this this story was so well put together. Um, the story was so well done. Tom Holland got to shine as Spider-Man in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we did get the other Spider-Men showing up. We got the villains who have been all over the trailers and stuff. And, and, and they gave a phenomenal ending arc to the Sam Raimi trilogy and Incredible. the amazing like duo of like Incredible. the first and second Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Toby and Andrew got amazing finales with them, as did the villains. They mm-hmm. got amazing final shows out, and it's like it was so it was so well done. It was so the action was phenomenal. It was so emotional and heartbreaking. You felt for each and every one of these characters. Yeah, Ravenite, the fixing of all the villains. I love it because Agreed. I was kind of saying it to you, like the idea of fixing the villains, and that was what was driving him because of his Aunt May and pushing him. That was like, we can't just send them back to die. There's a chance yeah. to make this better. We've got a second yep. chance to make it right. Yeah, I just like. And it's a... like, that's that's one of the most Peter Parker things ever. Yeah. Is like, they still deserve a chance. And we even get to see that, obviously, because of like the final showdown with Goblin, who is like the big bad, which shout out to Willem Dafoe. Dude, he murdered it. No pun intended, but he murdered <laughs> Willem Dafoe as the Goblin has not missed a beat in nearly give... 20 years. Can we give it up for the, the scene, what, the first fight scene between him and Tom? Where Tom is beating the absolute brakes that, off of him. I know what and he's I know exactly in his face. Can I just say the move in that one? That move, like the web up, kick him up, flip round, so he's yes, on top, webs like the ground, bomb. and like pulls him through the ground. Yeah, but like just for him to be up on the shoulders of like Green Goblin, smacking him, and he's and got all, and he's got almost like a Joker maniacal laugh going on as he's being punched, oh, like he is. Like, you're beating the crap out of me, but I'm still in control of this situation. He was legit terrifying. He was legit terrifying in this Can I say as well, I love the changes. Like, I love the fact that they smashed the mask and he ended up with, like, the purple hoodie that was kind of ripped and torn with the goggles. It was very more, like, trying to get more comic booky. I'm like, oh, Willem Dafoe as the ultimate villain for this. Because the others, like, played their roles, but, like, he was the bad. Yeah. Because the rest all had... he he was the bad guy, yeah. He was the big bad, and... We even got to see, like I was talking about, like the most Peter Parker thing of trying to save them. Like he gets confronted with that when he is in that final fight because the Green Goblin, obviously, um, in that final fight, ends up killing Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Freaking like psyched you out for that moment. She got smacked with that glider and then she stands yeah. up like it's nothing. And I thought, oh, I guess she survived that and then collapses. And I'm like, like, and then as soon as she goes up with great power comes great responsibility. First thing I thought was, oh, she's dead. Oh, also one thing. She uh, said that when she said that, <coughs> she said, "With great uh, power, there also comes great responsibility," which is actually the original wording from Stan Lee from that from the actual comic back in the day. So I thought that was a really cool yeah. like nod to that. It was a really cool nod to that, but like that face off with the four was amazing. All right. Um, so let's let's try and segment this up. You're probably going to jump all over the place with us today because we are. Well, one, let me let me let me let me. We just are one hundred percent geeking my out. Yeah. So let's. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna freaking geek out. We're going to be all over the place. So what was your take on it? What was your take yeah, yeah. coming so, out of the right. cinema? What was your take coming out of that? So just real quick, just some numbers so everybody just can understand that the 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 gravity of what this film has done. 
This film has made $253 million in its opening weekend, second only to Endgame and Infinity War. Not only that, and this is all time. This is all time. Not only that, it did it during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. This, this is why I go to the theater. This is why I love and want to preserve the theater-going experience for all time. For me, this movie is the best comic book movie I've ever seen in my life. Endgame, for me, was number one. Walking out of this movie, this, is, this dethroned it. And there's, a couple, there's one main reason for that. So Endgame, like, with, with all the action beats and all the payoffs, I think Endgame had may, way more payoffs, like holy crap moments in the theater, you know, like Cap picking up Mjolnir and all that stuff. But I, I think for me, there was... Yeah, spoilers for a five-year-old movie. Um, but I, I think there were some aspects, there were some points in Endgame that dragged. Even if, even if just slightly, I think they dragged. Which you need to, because there, there's a lot of exposition in that movie. I get it. Um, this movie, it was tight. There was no wasted screen time. There was no wasted dialogue. There was no wasted wasted action sequence. This movie was, I think, maybe not flawless, but close. Um, there's so many payoffs, both uh, you know the old Raimi and Web universes. And I think there's a lot of vindication for uh, Amazing Spider-Man specifically in this mm-hmm. movie. Both Andrew Garfield and the villains. Um, and I, in addition to that, I think it cemented how great the villains were from Toby's Spider-Man. Um, and, oh man, there was like a span of 30 minutes in this movie where I, I was grinning like an idiot. And I, I definitely teared up multiple times during this movie. My favorite part in the entire film had nothing to do with Tom or the current MCU, but when freaking Andrew Garfield. Hey! Raid, should we, we should do it. We got a raid right coming in. Yeah. What's up, Stan? Approach. Thank going, you man? so much. It's that kid, Rod. Thank you so much. Can we get a shout out for it's that kid, Rod? Thank you so Absolutely. much, Stan, coming in with your crew. Thank you for trusting us with your community. What's up, everybody? For anyone who does not know who we are, we are Comics and the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. I am Cross, along with my co-host here, Nitro. Um, up, and we love to talk about comics, movies, TV shows, everything, and all things geeky and pop culture. We are, of course, as you can probably see from the title, talking Spider-Man No Way Home today. We are full on spoilers today, yeah. so... We're gonna spoil this, this, the is, this is your warning for anyone who's came in with the raid. If you have not seen Spider-Man No Way Home and you don't want any spoilers, this is your chance to duck out, to leave a lurk, to do whatever you want to do. Do not have this movie ruined for you. We yes, are talking so full spoilers, but if you are here and you know the movie, you've seen it, you want to talk about it and hear everything, we would love you to get in it. Yeah, and yeah, no and problem at all, Stan. You got a bounce. I absolutely get it. Trust me, you raid. It's usually the time that you need to get off. You go, brother. <laughs> I get it, man. I get yeah. it. Alright, so yeah, again, home. just jumping in, full spoilers, just so everybody's on the same page for Spider-Man No Way Home. Alright, three, two, one. Alright, three, two, one. Alright, so my favorite my favorite point in the entire film is when Zadenia falls off the, the Statue of Liberty and Andrew Garfield jumps after her. There, there's no hesitation in the time it takes for him to catch her. He immediately catches her, and when he lands... He oh, can we, say, can we say he as well hold- though? Can we say as well though that like Tom Holland dives after her first, like his Spider-Man dies first and gets caught, and as yep. soon 
as Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man realizes that no one is going for her, that yeah. he's been caught, he doesn't hesitate Skeet's ball to dive. A member of the comic club <coughs> when, to when the he catches Zidinia and he lands Excelsior. on the ground and he just holds her. Hey, it's he that starts... kid Rods has been gifted a sub from a lock steady. Thank you so much for that lock. Thanks for the gift, bud. Uh, Stan, it, I don't know if you are still in here because um, I know you've ducked out because of spoilers and stuff, but now that you have been subbed to the channel with that gifted sub, you are now entered into our giveaway today for Dominion Follow the House of Saul, Volume 1, signed by the creators. So you have been added onto that wheel, Stan. So if you're still here, we'll be doing that drawing at the ending, and if you win, we'll reach out to you. But yeah, when when he lands, and he's mm. just holding Zadenia, and he's sobbing... Because he realizes that he was finally able to do what he was not able to do. Oh. I, I was in, I was, I was in tears Dude, as well. That, at that I was, point. I was I tearing was... up on that. I was like, yes, like they, 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 um, what's the word? They validated him. You know, they yeah, vindicated, he was vindicated him. He was able to do that and save her life. And you could just see the overwhelming emotion in his face. Like, that basically since the moment that Amazing Spider-Man two ended till then. He has felt nothing but the weight of what happened to Gwen. Yeah. And, and can I say, like, I knew <coughs> Charlie Cox was going to be in here as Daredevil, and I knew Toby and Andrew were going to be here in here as Spider-Man, but the weight of their cameos and the weight of what they did in the movie, not not Charlie Cox, but he was just a cameo, but, at least, you know, specifically Toby and Andrew, like, what they contributed to the movie was, there was no way I could have foreseen that. Even if I knew this oh, yeah. was funny, there's no way I could have foreseen what, what happened. They were like a third of the movie and were like a massive part of that final act. You know, it's like they were such a huge part of that. All right, so let's let's go into a couple of like, what were the big, what were some of the big moments in this movie for you? Like, because I wrote down a list of notes where I was like, these are were crazy moments that I can't believe they did or that like huge impact on me, that type of stuff. So what were, what were some of the ones like uh, from your viewing? Some of the ones that for me, like I think the first big one for me was um, Charlie Cox showing mm -hmm. up, like yep. showing up days after we got the reveal of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio being back as Kingpin in the Hawkeye show. Marvel fans, Marvel fans have been eating good this week. It has been a really good week to be a geek. It has <laughs> been a really, really good week to be a geek this week. Um, we oh, got man. the official return of Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin, and Kevin Feige had announced that Charlie Cox was coming back as Daredevil. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't know if I necessarily thought he was going to show up in this movie. I knew it was a possibility, but there's always a possibility of stuff like he that. He was playing it coy too. He's like, "Yeah, he's coming back. I just don't know when and where." I'm like you jerk. And then he just shows up as uh, Peter Parker's lawyer. Hey, can I say that was a bit <coughs> of a throwaway cameo? Yeah, like, he was not referenced the entire remainder of the movie, which I'm okay with as long as he's in the MCU. I don't give a rip. Oh yeah, you but know? that's the thing as well. Though it was done so well because he was a major part of that first segment, but the movie was very much cut up into segments. So if that first part was like his name's out there, the police are checking in on him, people yep. are split between who he is, and then like as soon as he goes to see Doctor Strange, it's like okay, we hit that next part of the movie, and we went in a completely different direction. And <coughs> um, the next part's the um definitely hit for me um i think the villains obviously didn't hit as quite a big impact just thinking of them since no. we were talking about it because we knew they were coming we knew they were all going yeah, to be yeah. there that was all revealed uh i think the next bit that really hit me massively uh was probably the death of aunt may because mm. i legit didn't see it coming yeah i legit didn't think they were going to do it i know they talked about like not doing the whole death of uncle ben and stuff like that they weren't going to reference all of that yeah. Um, I didn't see her death coming 
until that glider hit her. When that glider flew in the building and hit her, I thought, crap, she's dead. Yeah. And there was a moment I'm like, no, she's not, because she got up and they were talking and fine. And then when she collapsed, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, this might be it. And she's done. She's done. And as soon as she said, with great power comes great responsibility, as soon as she referenced the line, yeah, it was like, yeah, she's dying here. Yeah, she's dying. And I love the fact that they stayed with that as well, though. They stayed with the weight of that and they carried it. They allowed you to feel the darkness yeah. and the heaviness from that. Yeah. Can I, can I, can I just say Tom's acting in that scene is just it was incredible it was incredible i I, like i feel like a lot of times when when characters are you know acting through a scene like that it's like okay okay i I can you can tell they're acting oh yeah like i really felt like um just lost he just let his emotions hit it was so good um here's what i referenced raven knight's comment here saying um charlie cox catching the brick and saying he caught it because I'm a really good lawyer was hilarious. That was really I popped cool. so much. See when that brick came through the window and he just went boom and caught it. Right in front of the... Also Tom's hand was right <coughs> there, so he was getting ready to catch it. Yeah because he's a little, obviously Spider-Man so he could have caught that and it's like the, but there's that moment when he just kind of looks at him and he's like yeah. It's like what's, what's your deal? And he's a really good lawyer. Mm. And it's like it's just that that's all we needed like yeah he's Daredevil. We just needed that reference. Um, yeah. But the Aunt May death, and then obviously following the Aunt May death, the moments of like Andrew and Toby coming in. Oh my god. Um, because obviously like Ned gets the sling ring and is. Um, that was the biggest pop in my theater when Andrew popped through the portal. That was the biggest pop. See, it was one of the second biggest to mine. I, Toby came through the portal right after him, and then he got a bigger pop than Andrew did. No one. Yeah. <coughs> but like when he does the sling ring, there's that moment of you see him in the alley. You're thinking because you've not we've not seen Tom since the death. Mm-hmm. we've not seen Tom Holland's Spidey since the death so we think this could be him mm-hmm. and then I think everybody in the theatre has the same reaction of emotions they got really in quiet. the same order when there's like head. when you look at it and you're like oh right they found him and he turns and yep. looks and you're like wait a minute I don't know if that's him and then it hits you is it one of them and then you see him running like oh my goodness I think it's one of them and he comes to the portal and you can clearly see his um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man costume with yeah, the big yes. spider emblem yeah. and everyone had that same reaction in the theatre I was in they went <gasps> and then everyone yeah, and everyone held their breath when they realised it was yes. his costume yes. until the mask came off and it because yeah. it was almost like for that it was Schrodinger's cat at that point of like that this is both Andrew Garfield and could possibly be anyone else until he takes the mask off and we officially see his face and he Dude, took and the mask off and everyone popped. When they didn't believe it was him and made him hang from the island. <laughs> it's like that show you're him. Catch on. Oh, crawl across that, the ce- that cobweb. Crawl across the ceiling. Like, I'm not crawling across the ceiling. Crawl across the ceiling. No, I'm not crawling. It throws a more bread at him and it's like, <laughs> so can you get that cobweb? <sighs> yeah, sure. You're like, why, why did you do that? <laughs> and it's like, and the moment as well, like when he goes, okay, let's try again, see if we can get him. And everyone in the theater went, because <gasps> they're all like, oh my goodness, it's going to be Toby this time. And Toby oh, dude, just that's... and the sling ring happens, the portal opens, and Toby just steps through in his cool youth pastor clothes. <laughs> <coughs> that was such a cool line. Right before the reveal he Oh no way, Ravenite. Ravenite said my brother had to use the bathroom and went right before the reveal. That sucks <laughs> so bad, dude. Oh I was like I, I had been drinking water all that day once on a Friday, and I was like, I am not missing any of this movie. Dude, so I went I, to the bathroom like four times before. You know me, like I'm I'm always going to the bathroom right before stream because I got a top off. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Anyways, dude, I went to the bathroom beforehand, but I'm like, I'm going to sit here and pee this seat. 
before my ass gets out of it to leave and miss anything like no chance yeah, I am dude, missing no everything way. in this movie I am not getting my ass up I will pay for a new seat you are not moving me the, the, the interactions between Toby, Andrew and Tom oh. were, I think they were worth the price of the movie I think that was the last big hit for me was like getting to see their interactions like because there was multiple yeah. times of them interacting like yeah I want to, to take each of them as a beat as well first of all <clears throat> the scene where he's crying on the roof and Mary Jane and Ned come and just hug him and he just starts yes. crying again they don't say anything they just hug <clears throat> and then they just go there's there's people here for you to see and can I just give a shout out to the freaking cinematographer for that comic book yeah. shot that goes the up moon. and you just see the two of them yes. standing in the shadow with the moon behind them Yes. and then they both just jump down and just land in both Spider-Man poses just looking at him and there's that moment yeah. of like they all just know that they're all Peter Parker yes and just the little by little of like that he's he's so broken and Amy says to Andrew Garfield like don't tell me you know how I'm feeling mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they start to tell their stories mm-hmm. and he realises actually if there's anyone in this world right now that knows how I'm feeling it's these two yeah it's, it's, it's the Parker luck mm-hmm. it's the curse of Peter Parker to always suffer this Hey Mountaineers, thank you so much for popping okay. in. I appreciate okay, it. Bro. Thank you, Kale, for coming in. <clears throat> but like this that moment of realizing. They do know what he feels through. Yeah. You know, and like and you know, Andrew talks about the not being able to save Gwen and the rage that filled him. And Toby talks about the fact of like, you know, Uncle Ben dying and he hunted the guy down and he wanted the guy dead and the guy ended up dead. Hmm. He got what he wanted and it's like but it didn't make anything better. Yeah. And then the solidifying moment of that scene when he goes with great power and Toby goes with great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And they all just look at each other and it's like, no, we know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. It was like, it was just so amazing. That whole rooftop scene. And, you know, they had a similar scene like that where they're all three kind of talking to each other, encouraging each other uh, on top of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, that Statue of Liberty scene. Like, Can I talk a little bit about the, the, the lab scene? Yes, um, yes. Because you kind of messed up with stuff going on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the lab scene was just cool because pretty much the whole thing was they were, the three of them all decided to start putting their heads together because they're all Peter Parker, so they are all geniuses. Yeah. And put it together of this is a way to cure them. Mm-hmm. And there's really cool moments like because Andrew basically takes a serum, they don't know what to do about Liz, and he says, I can take care of that. I've, I've cured Connors before. Yeah. And there was a really weird, awkward pause where they just kind of looked at him, and I'm like, I really felt bad for Andrew in some moments. Like he really felt like the odd one out sometimes. <laughs> they both just looked Teach at him. Update: A member of the hey Redbeard, there's your subscription coming the through. There it is. <laughs> it took about what twenty minutes for that to come through, but it came through. Um. But yeah, there was an amazing moment of that, and it was an emo- amazing kind of moment of Toby just talking to Tom as well. Like he's like, I can work on this, and I can cure Norman. Yeah, and you see like Tom looking at him, and he says, "Cause we're going to cure them all, because that's what we do." Yeah, and it's that moment of like why, like, to try to remind them why he even did what he did, why he turned on Doctor Strange, who just wanted to send them back, mm-hmm. why he wanted to cure them, was because, and it's like deep down, like that's just what Peter Parker does. They do the right thing. 
Yeah. And it was to give them a second chance. And maybe they would go back and maybe they would screw it up and maybe they would die. But he had to give them all the chance. Even Goblin. Mm-hmm. Even Goblin deserved the chance. Um, and then, of course, we get the moment of them talking on the Empire. I, don't, I keep saying Empire State Building, I don't know why. I think because it's, like, it's in my head because Andrew Garfield was like, that was his spot to go and reset. Yeah. Um, but on the Statue of Liberty. <clears throat> and do you want to talk a little bit about that then, since you did yeah, see it? Yeah, so, well, I mean, it kind of tied back to the when they were on the rooftop. Um, so when they, when they first met Tom, there was that conversation between all of them about their shared experience and stuff like that. And just the way because like I, I think everybody can agree that the amazing spider-man was probably some of the worst spider-man movies that we've, they, they've ever made so like i feel like andrew garfield gets a really bad rap he's not my he's not my favorite spider-man but his rank definitely went up after this movie but when so like i think um toby was like yeah i fought a, an alien with black goo and then tom was like yeah i fought a purple alien and then andrew's like i you guys got me beat man i fought a guy in a mechanical rhino suit and he was like just dogging himself and then Toby, who who like kind of plays this like older, wiser mentor role to to, to Tom and Andrew, he's encouraging him. He's like, "Dude, you're amazing, man. You're awesome." And I feel like that was like that was um, John Watts's way of saying, "Andrew, you did awesome as Spider Man. Like, yeah. you are an awesome Spider Man. You are an awesome Peter Parker. And this is your vindication for what you did. Can and I think, we appreciate it? Can we take a moment as well just to shout out Toby Maguire's like?" older Peter Parker who was very much like the the cool youth pastor um, who was very much like an old mentor to these guys like he's clearly been through more than the two of them have he's been doing this longer than the two of them yeah but like he just so many words of encouragement so many words of just building them up of never feeling threatened never feeling like his place was in jeopardy just always wanting to encourage these other guys and he was so awesome in that role he was amazing he was amazing um and i guess going to the statue of liberty there somebody called it out where tom was basically like so they they tried to attack all the villains uh the first time and it didn't really work that well and that's because toby or andrew have never fought like in a team before and tom's like dude i'm i'm part of the avengers and the way that toby reacts he's like that's so awesome what is that It was one hundred percent a dad reaction. Yes, like he's so proud and he's so he's trying to encourage him so much, but he has no idea. He's no clue what it is. And uh, he's like, "Is that a band? Are you in a band? That's so cool!" Uh, Like, no, wait, no. Just all the interactions between all the Uh, all the Spider Man. Can I share what Will Spider said as well? Um, So, do your webs come out of any other places? Because the two of them, (laughs) because Tom and Andrew are just enamored (laughs) in the fact that Tobey Maguire is like. Spider-Man can make his own webbing, like he's got that's organic so webbing, like, which the two like of them don't. don't. Think about breathing. <laughs> it's like that's like how do you, so how do you make it and stuff? And like, just ask all these questions. Like I don't. It just happens. Like it's like breathing. I don't think. <laughs> does and it I'll... come out of other places? <laughs> so Dude, one time, of... Toby hits Andrew in the face with the webbing at the one of the end at, at the end fight, <laughs> and Andrew goes gross. Like, yeah, gross. Oh man, but like the scene with them. So a couple of my my favorite moments from the movie. So. The two, the two, the two Spider Man, Andrew and um, Toby, on top of the roof, trying to encourage Tom, trying to talk him off the ledge, literally, it was amazing. Um, Freaking Charlie Cox back as Daredevil was the greatest thing 
and it happened within the first 10 minutes of the movie. <coughs> like, the shot the shot where you're seeing them zoom in on the table with Tom and Z- Zedenia and Aunt May and stuff like that, and you see the cane pop into the pick. Yeah, you see the cane nuts. down, and it's like, you know whose cane that is. There's not even a question. Dude, the, the fighting in this movie, the action scenes were absolutely brutal. There was two fight scenes with Tom and Goblin where they were literally beating the brakes off each other. And specifically at the the end fight when they're fighting on the underside of Cap's shield at the Statue of Liberty and Tom Holland picks Goblin up like a power bomb he does a front flip that freaking spine buster he picks Holy him up and word. boom dude that was so good man and he, the fight again, scenes he, were amazing in this so, movie so brutal oh um, the fights were so good Dude. especially and, and between he's, Goblin yeah. and Spider-Man and like shout out by the way because I said it to you before stream shout out to Willem Dafoe by the way Dude. 66 years old who said he would only come back to play Goblin if he could at least attempt his own stunts and if he was physically able to do them actually do them himself so yeah. a lot of those stunts you see getting done is a 66 year old Willem Dafoe kicking ass <laughs> it's like Dude. The, the scene in the apartment <laughs> complex when they're in the hallway was incredibly brutal like when he, I heard someone ref- speaking of like Charlie Cox actually I heard someone referencing that it reminded them a lot of the Daredevil hallway fight from season one of Daredevil yeah because it's just it's so visceral and gritty yeah. and brutal and like it shows it shows how much of a of a villain like how much of a powerhouse uh, the Goblin is like he's like extremely powerful and he beats the crap yeah. out of Tom Holland I was so excited um, that Goblin got this vindication because so yes. many people have dogged on Willem Dafoe's Goblin. I have always loved his Goblin. Even I'll, I'll admit it, even the costume, I have absolutely loved. Like he was always a, such an underrated villain as the years went on. Excuse so me. I, and I'm so glad he got the chance to show that. Actually, out of all the villains, all the Spider-Men have faced, he might be the most ruthless, vicious, mm-hmm. and just downright evil of any of them. I feel like so. I feel like his his helmet specifically, not his costume, but his helmet specifically. I feel like he it's divisive at best. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot more people don't like it than people who do like it. So I felt like when he was first introduced and he you know he attacked him on the bridge and all that stuff, and then he's trying to stash his costume and he's having a conversation with the helmet, and he smashed the helmet. Yeah. I felt like that was saying two things. That was one saying we get it, you don't like the helmet, but that was another thing saying even. Even him, he's trying to smash the helmet. He's trying to do away with it. It's part of him. That goblin is part of him. It's not the costume he puts on. It is him. Yeah, know? it's part of him. And I will say, I preferred his costume in this one. Like, see when yes. the, see when all Agreed. the stuff rips off. The other Agreed. clothes rip off, and he's got the torn like purple hoodie. He and he ends up with the goblins. Like he was. This was Willem Dafoe at one of his best. I, I cannot compliment this man of taking up and do you know what the funny thing is he is in not that many scenes of this movie mm-hmm. he does not appear that often yet so he, he is he, fully felt like when he first so uh so part of the part of the film is him he he goes to feast which is the or, the organization that feeds the homeless and houses the homeless it's kind of, it's in the PlayStation game it's part of the comics as well um yeah but he he goes to feast he meets Aunt May you know she's sitting down with him she gives him some coffee or whatever. And Tom Holland shows up, and he's in his, I'm Norman Osborn, I have no idea what's going on, I need you to help me, like, phase, right? And at first you're like, okay, he's just playing with them. Like, there's no way, there's no way he's not the Goblin right now. 
but then like he keeps he keeps conversing and you're like okay maybe maybe like he did turn like maybe he is just norman osborne he freaking fooled me and and like he he used that ruse to, to his advantage see that's the thing that, i don't yeah. think it was a ruse i think he was literally norman up to that point because he said he's been looking behind norman's eyes when he turns later <clears throat> i think norman came through and you can see the moment he definitely switches but keeps up the ruse because i think credit to willem dafoe i don't think he ever got enough for the first spider-man movie is the two different roles that he can play of norman and the goblin because they are completely different yeah because he plays norman so well in this and almost becomes like a mentor yeah to like tom a little bit and helping him trying to help the other villains he helps yeah. him create the thing that helps him like put the chip back on the back of Otto's Dude, neck so that Doc when they're working on that <clears throat> yeah when they're working on the Doc Ock thing and like Norman looks at him like dude you're really good yeah it's like, he says that like if you, if you ever want to like move a new member hey of the Devil Comic Slayer Clan. thank you so and much for coming in with the follow welcome, welcome to the Comic Clan and um, if you're hanging out just FYI in case you've not been listening it yet we are doing full spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home so if you don't want to be spoiled on it um, we absolutely do not mind if you need to duck out absolutely understand 100% but would love you to be part of the conversation if you have seen it and want to be involved but thank you so much for the follow we greatly appreciate it um, but yeah the moments like when he said like, if you want a job you can like jump the multiverse and feel like you know jumping universes and like you can come yeah. work at Oscorp yeah. but like he's so good and then there's that moment when you know Otto was saved Doc Ock's been back in control of his arms mm-hmm and he, he says to him about you know being whole again and getting yeah. rid of his darker half and there's that moment where there's like there's tension at the back he said when you kind of go uh oh yes and then but at that moment it's a ruse I think because he turns around and he's acting completely calm and completely like Norman yeah. all the way up until Peter's spider sense kicks in which was really well done I think I love the way that he, he does that too the way that they did that spider sense because it was very eerie like you said and he was just walking around the apartment like something is not right and they also tried to throw you as well because at that same time J. Jonah Jameson shows up mm-hmm. and is trying to break into the building to like get yeah. stuff on him so it almost throws you off like that's what he senses and something big's about to happen <laughs> and then out of nowhere webs goblin yeah. yeah and just like that the facade drops yeah and goblin's back and he is freaking terrifying as a villain so William Defoe knocked it out of the park with this movie probably one of the better parts of the movie I think <laughs> so did you see Riverdale's Cobbett yeah dude that was hilarious when Adby asked Doc Ock if he drinks salt water or fresh water because you know you're an octopus and he goes what <laughs> fresh water so, is <laughs> so a couple a couple more things for me that really stood out um, again the, the biggest pop in the theater that I was in was when uh, you know Ned did the sling ring and we saw we saw the Spider-Man, and we—it's—he was very shadowed. Like you could only see like a silhouette in the eyes, and you know when he opened it up, he goes, "That's him, that's him." And then you saw the Spider-Man kind of t- tilt his head and like look like that, and he looked a bit, a little bit taller than Tom. The eyes were a little bit wider and a little bit whiter, and you're like, "No, that's not Tom." And then, like you said, he started running towards this thing, and he popped <laughs> out, and the theater, like the roof, like crumbled. It was crazy. And like for me, I think Andrew, I, I I honestly think Andrew almost stole this movie. I I feel like for me, I liked Andrew Garfield in this film better than I did in his his previous two. I feel the same for William Defoe as well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the ratings for the Spider-Man for me are very very close. I think Tom cemented 
a legacy for him in this film with his three movie arc yeah. and you know what he did at the end of the movie like you said before the stream cross I feel like he submitted 100%. his legacy as the best to, uh, Peter Parker slash Spider-Man on live action done I think you Stamp. have to because if you look at Toby he's pretty much the same through the first two movies for the most mm -hmm. part um, third movie the um, and the Amazing Spider-Man movies, like Andrew's, pretty much the same throughout them. Within this, we literally have the growth of Peter Parker, teenage kid going to high school, mm -hmm. to starting to grow up, starting to get the role of an Avenger, going through all the Infinity Wars, all these experiences, to mm -hmm. here at No Way Home, where he's now an adult, he's about to go off to college, he is a full-blown young adult, is no longer a kid and throughout that you see the character growth and development like this is not the peter parker that shows up in homecoming mm -hmm. this is not the same person it's like you can see the growth but it's like it's not like they threw it away either mm -hmm. it was a progression to this point to which i don't know if we want to go into it now but the very ending of the movie like i said to you the big finale for it yeah he solidifies himself by doing what i honestly feel is the most peter parker thing that any of the Spider-Man actors have ever done in the role. Mm -hmm. Which, when, you know, Strange tries to like, keep the spell under wraps, it's been released, they're all starting to come through, it's starting to build through everyone that knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man from every multiverse. And it's even his idea, like, the spell can't be contained, and he says, well, what if you cast a new spell? A spell to make everyone forget who Peter Parker is. And he's like, it's it's going to be just about like you were never born you're going to be a no one a shadow a... and he thinks for a moment and he realises that it's the only way and having already gone through so much and lost so much decides that's the only way to go yeah yeah and then and the spell is cast which is like that's the thing like it's not just like he loses connections we see him like speaking to happy at aunt may's grave and stuff but like he loses mj he loses his friendship with ned he loses his connection to the avengers doctor strange even yep. says goodbye to him because like he says i won't know who you are yeah he yeah loses all it, of that he loses everything that's happened and he becomes a no one like spider-man's still a thing people still know spider-man but nobody knows peter parker and to that point, like regarding Doctor Strange, because we really haven't talked about him at all. Like, no, that's so, that's a whole part of this movie into himself. Towards the beginning of the film, yeah. like, there's this like kind of antagonistic relationship between Doctor Strange and Tom. Like, Tom comes across as a little annoying to Doctor Strange, and there's this kind of like <laughs> older older mentor, like, dude, shut up, type thing going on. Yeah, and then they actually fight. Like, they actually kind of fight in the, in the film, and and that that kind of whole arc in the movie ends up with him. At the end of the movie, on top of the Statue of Liberty, getting ready to cast a spell, and he goes, "But we are going to forget who you are." And like when he said that, I was like, "Dude, he really cares about this dude. He really cares about Peter." Yeah, because he's he talking really about like about all the people kid. who love you are going to forget you. It's like, and he basically says, I, like, "I'm going I'm, I'm to forget you," and like encounters yeah. himself in that. And yeah. just even like we've had the back and forth throughout the movie as well. When he says, "You know, we've been through a lot. Call me. You know, you don't need to call me sir." And he says, "Okay, Stephen." Like, you know, it's a little strange, uh, but a little loud. Weird. But then, <laughs> but then obviously like, the spell goes wrong and like he's furious at him because like he changes the spell like five times during the yeah. the casting and like Strange tries to keep up with him and that's what makes things go crazy yeah and it's like and he says but Stephen is like call me sir and, like, and he's like that mad but then you also get that relationship building as well when he's like I, I sometimes forget you're just a kid mm -hmm. like I forget just how young you are 
with yeah. everything that we've been through and what you've got on your shoulders. And then at that very end, when he's stepping down and he says to him, "Call me Stephen," mm-hmm. and it's like I, I, you could feel the emotion of what he was doing. Yeah, but like that was something that I kind of realized with Spider-Man a long time ago. Like, was that it doesn't matter what the cost is to him. Peter Parker always will do what the right thing is, regardless of what it costs him. Yeah, he will always sacrifice to do the right thing, and that's what makes him one of the greatest heroes ever. Yep, because literally he never falters from that. Mm-hmm. He has some missteps. He makes mistakes. He gets things wrong, but he will always try to do the right thing for the greater yeah. good. Yeah, and it's like it's a phenomenal thing that I think they totally encaptured with that. And then we also get a kind of like I felt like it was almost like a throwback to like Tobey Maguire at the end of Spider Man One when he goes in to see MJ and who doesn't know who he is, and there's almost that moment of like he wants to start telling her, and he's like rehearsing going in. Yeah. And then he just sees the cut she got in her head. That was so sad, dude. And it's at that moment he realizes if I bring her back into this, then she's just going to get hurt again. Yeah. And he walks away, and he chooses to self-sacrifice for her good. Because he hears like them finally getting into MIT, because that was the whole mm-hmm. thing when he was Spider-Man, and their connection to him, they couldn't get into MIT and all that stuff. Yeah. But he hears that they're both getting what he wanted them to get. I was watching a. I was watching somebody kind of review Spider-Man with the Easter eggs and stuff. New rock stars. If if you're not a fan, you should probably follow them on YouTube. They're amazing. Eric Voss, shout out. Um, he he was basically saying that like the the Black Dahlia necklace is like a through through line in, in several of the movies. Um, like it gets broken in what's the what's the home not Homecoming. Far from home. Far from home. That's it. So it gets broken in Far from Home, but at the end of the movie even though she doesn't know Peter Parker, like, something compels her to wear that. Like, she's still wearing it when she's working. Yeah. So, I just thought that was a really, really cool touch. Like, it's still in the mind somewhere. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the only thing I felt with that, though, although that's one of the most Peter Parker things ever, like, I 100% still feel like he could go to Baker Street and go see Doctor Strange and explain what happened. Yeah, I agree. And, like, Doctor Strange would understand and go, oh, crap, it was a spell. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I fully believe like if there's anyone that's going to believe that crap that just happened like surely it's strange yeah like I Doctor agree. Strange would surely believe that it's like you're not totally alone and obviously it's not going to last forever but the intriguing no. thing is like how that's going to affect going forward well they pointed um, out somebody they pointed out in the same video that I was watching that um, Peter changes the spell five times while Doctor Strange is trying to cast it but Doctor Strange says you changed it six times so, because Peter had said five different times, no, this person, no, this person, no, everybody that knew that I was Peter Parker should should still know. And people were saying maybe that sixth time was him basically stopping everybody, or stopping that, so. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and that's saying as well, it's like if everyone forgets um, Peter, does that mean they forget the things that they did with him? Like Ned doing the magic and stuff like that, or... Like, I think it's going to have a factor on it. I think it's going to be, like, there's probably going to be a workaround yeah. that the magic does a certain thing to them. Somebody explained it like gaps, but somebody explained it like when Hermione, for Harry Potter fans, when Hermione erased the memory of her from her parents, and it basically erased all of her from all the pictures and everything yeah, like it that. Just creates so a new reality for them. Yeah, basically a new reality. That's a good way to put it. But with this spell on Strange's level, like it's the world. Yeah, has forgotten Peter Parker. Yeah, and um, 
which is going to be Raven, interesting. Um, I Raven Knight called out. Yeah, I was literally about to say what Raven Knight's comment there. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. So Raven Knight, so Wong was uh, named the Sorcerer Supreme because Strange was blipped for five years. Yeah, that was a really cool touch. Which I wonder. I, wonder which make, I didn't even think about that, but I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense actually. Yeah. That Wong yeah. would be given that because like you don't know Strange is coming back, so you can't just like wait on him. Yeah. Another so one one or two more things for me from the movie. Um, so again, I know I go back to this, but my I think my favorite scene of the whole movie, which there's a lot of them, but I think this is my favorite scene is when Andrew catches Zadenya. Really, you've not like, mentioned it yet. Oh, I know, but I'm gonna mention it again just to, just to be sure. <laughs> but like he's flying through the air, he catches her immediately. There's no hesitation. He lands and he's just sobbing. Like he just holds her, and she's looking at him like he's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but he's just—he's sobbing and he's looking at her and like he's—you can tell he's just like I did it, like I saved her, like I, I was yeah. finally able to do that. Man, that was like I was definitely tearing up there. Talking about that end scene, actually, can I talk about like the final fight with Goblin and stuff and when Toby yes. steps in? And yes. because we get because everyone starts to get cured, which which shout out to Doc Ock by the way, he takes up takes out after the the whole apartment complex is destroyed because people are going after him. Is like, but he shows up at the Statue of Liberty to help fight yeah. with the Spider Man. Which can I can I shout that scene out as well when he gets to see Toby Maguire's Spider Man, and you just get reminded of that friendship that they had before he had yeah. just, like went evil, yeah, and like and get to see that like to fruition like he's got to see Peter grow up. There's an honest love and connection between the two of them, and it's yeah. like I I I loved seeing that again. And that's one of the things that made him such a compelling <clears throat> villain in the second uh, Spider Man film. Yeah, there was an actual connection between them two. Alfred Molina is one hundred percent a dark horse of just how good he is in this movie yeah, as he's well. So like, good, man. like Willem Dafoe like steps up, but like Alfred Molina has always been top class. The guy's phenomenal. Yeah, um, right. but they start to cure everything, which massive shout out when they cure Flint Marco and Lizard. We actually get to see the actors who I wasn't sure if they'd gotten the actors back. I know, because from the very get go, all you do is see the CGI version of them. Yeah, yep. um, but we they get them back, which is like really cool. Um, but they cure everyone, and it comes down to a fight with Goblin, and it comes down to Tom Holland basically beating the crap out of Goblin on the yeah. fallen shield that was getting added to the Statue of Liberty. And the two of them just start laying into each other. He power bombs him on this shield. That was the whole theater was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, like he flips around, grabs the back of his pants, and like when his feet hit, lifts him up, boom, on the back of his neck, and like, "Oh, he's dead." Yeah, <laughs> he's dead. And, and he's then punching that, the brake. And that moment when he goes to finish him off, he like picks up the glider, and goes to like ram it through him, and Toby comes in and catches it. And I knew what was going to happen. And I was like, I knew what was going to happen. And then if he gets stabbed, like I'm glad they didn't do what I thought had happened at first. I went, crap! Did they just kill Toby McGuire? Dude, if they killed him, I would have been pissed. Like I thought, For I real. legitimately thought it, it, they'd killed him. And then like he gets picked up um, later, and it's like, okay, he's all right. He's just hurt because like yeah. he kind of brushed it off. I've like, been stabbed before. It's okay. I've been stabbed before. And I love it. I love the group hug though. After when he did the big group hug, and he goes away, and Andrew kind of turns to him, and he's holding him up, and says, "You're in pain, aren't you?" He's, he's like, "You're really hurting, aren't you?" Yeah. Dude, the scene where there, where him and uh, Andrew are limbering up, he's like bending over the thing. Oh, but the like, back! I got a tight, I got a tight back, and he's I got like, a thing in my back. Crack like, it? You got a thing in my back, what, like right here, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't go. Like, do you want me, me to crack it? And crack they it? do the infamous, you know. Yeah, the, the cross arms and cracking over. It's like, oh, that feels good. Feel nice and loose now. And oh my gosh! Like, they're just the interaction with the Spider-Man has to be the best thing in this yeah, movie because so like good. because it's like geeks hanging out together just talking about stuff just like randomly yeah. spouting stuff it's just so fun yeah <coughs> and it's a really good juxtaposition to all the action going on 
But I love that end scene, though. Like, he gets taken out and Tom, like, cures Goblin. And there's that moment of... There's that almost sad moment as well of, like, when Norman comes back and he's like, what have I done? What did I do? He's like, yeah. what did I do? I don't even know what I've done. And there's that moment as well of, like, you don't know if you can trust. Has it actually cured him or is it Goblin messing again? Yeah. Mixed in with the fact that Tom Holland is still feeling all that anger and rage... And it's like so almost impossible to not aim it at him, yeah. Because it was him, although it wasn't. And it's yeah. like that. That whole yeah. final thing was like phenomenal. And then, ah, uh, it's just it was so good on so many levels. All the yeah. stuff that they did in this. Raven Knight said that the three web slinging together after they talk about how to be a team was epic. That legit, that scene legit gave me chills when they were all swinging together. <laughs> Uh, somebody had pointed out that each of them had a unique web slinging style yeah. from their movies, and they kept it for this film, which I thought it. was you a really cool those, nod. And you could see them swinging together, all differently but all in unison. It was and so that scene, good. and that scene where all three of them attacked. It was Lizard, Sandman, and Electro at the same time. Oh man, that was, that was so yeah. Sweet. That that scene which we all knew was coming when they dove yeah, at the three of them. Um, and it's like it's the three Spider-Men and like I'm sorry can I just count now I think it's Andrew that hits him but like where that cuts off in the trailer the very next moment the hook that Andrew gives Lizard like I thought he knocked him out with the Lizard like folds in mid-air yeah. like oh my goodness yeah yeah he kicked him right in the face man mm. oh but that's what um, I want to speak about actually with villains since yeah, we're yeah. talking about them yeah, let's talk about Electro we've not mentioned Electro yes. yet yes yes Electro was a really interesting story arc in this. He wasn't the major villain, but he was a major antagonist, though. Can we talk about the one scene where he, they introduce him and he's not wearing anything, and he goes, y'all not going to talk about how butt ass naked? Nope. <laughs> that so funny, dude. I just love that scene. I was like, we're not going to talk about that? No. <laughs> nope. Not oh, even. my God. But yeah, his suit, I agree, uh, Suit the suit Raven Knight was such a great improvement from the previous yeah. one. They didn't really explain why he's not blue anymore, which I don't really care about, honestly. Um, just something but about the suit... They kind of mentioned that like, it's just a different energy that's in this world. Yeah, yeah because he had like a yellow energy as opposed to a blue energy in his in his, yeah. his world. So. And, oh, shout out to Chunk the Hunk. The hunk and we did mention that we were talking about that earlier, about yeah, the obsession yeah, yeah. with the organic webbing. We talked about that at the start. That was funny. Okay. Um, but like Electro obviously coming in... And <laughs> I get a lot of the fact of like the strange gets in this thing to catch these guys and like lock them up in the sanctum sanctorum, and he shoots Electro and it goes right through. But first he shoots a tree, and then Zendaya and like and they just get the crap scared out of them. But this tree just appearing in one of them. It's like so, is this like a tree ban or something? Like later on he's like that. Is like is it a tree ban or something? Electro goes, it's just a tree, dude. Just, <laughs> just a tree. <coughs> Hey, Human yeah. Mattel, thank you so much for popping he, he, in. Yeah, it's been going really good. It's, we're just doing a lot of fun just talking about our favourite bits of the movie, and honestly. He, he was surprisingly funny in this. Like, way yeah. way funnier than I thought he was going to be. It was a good and middle ground. It didn't ground. take away from the movie, though. It didn't take away from the movie. It was a good middle ground for the character. Like, it was a very middle ground between, like, how Max is at the start of Amazing Spider-Man 2 and between how angry and aggressive Electro is. It's kind of oh, a nice, it's kind of a middle ground of that, of like a bit more chilled, laid back, but confident and cocky as well, a little bit. Can we give a little shout out to the interaction between him and Andrew Garfield after he after he cures him, and they're basically like bonding, like you know, you're not a good, you're not a bad dude, man. That was so He's good like, because oh, you, oh man, that was so good. 
It's like you felt that from him because like Andrew, they knew Andrew Garfield they knew never it. felt that about him. He never felt he was a bad guy. He even says it yeah. earlier. He actually says it during um, the the scene in the lab. He goes to him that Max was just he was literally the sweetest guy. Yeah. He was just such a good guy. And like to see him like this and it's like and Electro's kind of like Electro's interested in this because he doesn't want to cause chaos and destruction on the level of like Goblin. Yeah. But he's also not trying to get home like a lot of the other villains. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to go home. He doesn't want to go back. He likes the feeling here. He likes the energy he can tap into. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Tom and when they're in Happy's house like opens up that thing to like scan them to help make reactor. And he senses the arc reactor and steals it. Yeah. And it just supercharges him. It was so cool. Yeah, that was awesome. It was such you... a cool villain. Yeah, I, I agree. <coughs> um, yeah, I thought I thought the, the call back to his like OG comic book suit when he was floating in the air at the end of the movie and they did the lightning. You know how he has the lightning mask in the old school? That was really cool yeah. that it was done with that the was... electricity. That was sweet. That was so cool, man. That I was, that was so good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I loved his outfit, man. I thought his outfit was sweet. I, th- I thought the outfits in this for the villains were amazing. Like, they kind of carried Doc Ox from the previous movie, but uh, William <laughs> Defoe's Green Goblin, when he had the purple hood on and he had the green tattered robe with the armor, man, it looks so sweet. The costume updates were phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chunk saying, I love the line between Flint and Max, so you got to be careful yeah. where you fall. <laughs> but the two of them were talking about cool. how they got their powers. Can I say so as well? Can, can I say as well though? Like I was so disappointed with what they did with Sandman in this. I know that's that's only that's what I was he was say, just only... he was just thrown in there and like even yeah. his motivation didn't make sense. One of the only because like, all the rest negative. of them were all the rest of them were brought in because Spider Man kills them in their universe and it's like I get they're bringing in people that know him but it's like literally the thing for the rest of them was all like well Spider Man ends up killing them. Yeah. Flint yeah, doesn't, that's one. Of, Flint that's... doesn't die at the hands of Marco. I'm. Part of me wonders if they were meant to get Topher Grace. I don't know. I mean, couldn't that, get him because in Spider-Man Three, Venom dies. Like Topher Grace mm-hmm. dies while fighting yeah. him, but like Flint just like blows away in the wind. He's not actually dead. And I then even like the whole thing was like he wants to go back to his universe and see his daughter. So yeah. why why so of course he's going to go and help because he wants to get back home. But then it's like and get the cures so I can get back home and see my daughter. And then it's like. But then he goes and he leaves with the villains and he causes trouble and attacks Spider Man and fights them. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's that one <coughs> of the main um, negatives that I had with the movie. One of the only negatives is like for I think for both Sandman and Lizard, there wasn't really anything done with them. Like I think they could have not been in the movie, like Humor said, uh, Cameron did, and and it would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, like, I think absolutely. that was. A, I don't think they added anything to the movie because Lizard's even a thing of like Lizard like doesn't even go into the apartment with him. He hides outside, you know, probably a CGI yeah. budget in that one. Yeah, um, but he goes outside, and then cut. it's like, and then the fight and all starts, and he crawls up and it says, and basically like a you know, careful what you wish for, or reap what you're going to sow, sort of thing to him. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but like you just turned, you wanted to come and get the cure and go home as well. He was trying to send you home. There is goblin turning makes sense. Electro turning makes sense. Mm-hmm. Doc Ock doesn't turn because he's now good. Yeah, but like Which li- I love that they carried that. I carried that over from uh, the second Spider-Man movie. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, but then like, Sandman and Lizard were literally just there. Like, even during the fight, like, do you notice how quickly they like gave them their cures and they turned back to human, and then we just forgot they were there. Yeah. <clears throat> to the yeah. point of like, I wondered what had happened to Flint because literally right after, like, because they fill up the Statue of Liberty with sand, and he's trying to choke out Spider-Man, gives him the cure, <coughs> heals him, turns him back to normal. 
literally right after that something smashes into the top of the Statue of Liberty right where they were but then at the end when they're all getting sent home Flint Mark was still up there and I'm like you just forgot he was up there during that scene that would have killed him he was a normal man he wasn't sand anymore yeah I'm like that would have killed him I'm like no he's just still sitting up at the top of the Statue of Liberty and I'm like and yeah, I feel like they didn't really add anything to the to the movie. There was that really cool sequence with Lizard when he escaped through the uh, sling ring portal and he chased Zazenia and, and Ned. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. But other than that, I mean, again, like Kamer said, I think they could have not been in the movie and it would have been fine. Uh, one thing I did want to say, so when Doctor Strange is on top of the uh, Statue of Liberty and he's trying to do that spell and the a reality is broken. Okay, so, all right, sorry. My brain is all over the place. So... Goblin manages to throw manages to throw one of his pumpkin bombs in the device where Strange is keeping that um, mm-hmm. miscast spell that he did in, at the beginning part of the movie. So Strange has this box which is encapsulating this spell, which if it got out will break reality. So he has that in there. Hobgoblin or not Hobgoblin? Goblin manages to get a pumpkin bomb in there. Is it Hobgoblin? Explodes. What movie you watch? You're just adding characters now. <laughs> so it explodes. Fabric starts to rip, and there's a couple, like, really brief, maybe cameos, I don't know, but you definitely see Rhino, like, mm-hmm. OG Rhino. Yeah. I think you definitely see Craven the Hunter as well. I think those are two. There's a guy with the fur thing on with a, with a spear, and then there's a guy with a legit, a huge dude with a horn on his head. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. It kind of reminded me of... Um, what is the thing from X-Men, Xavier, Cerebro, when he's like trying to find the mutants and you see all mm-hmm. those disembodied spirits or whatnot? That's what it reminded me of. Um, so, anyways. No, absolutely. I think that's, I think there's definitely little cameos in there. It's one of those scenes that when, you know, I get the Blu-ray, I'm definitely going to be pausing Dude, and like and looking at all the characters to see who I can spot and who are like little Easter eggs in there. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, it was so good and... Shout out to the new suit at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. dude. Like that classic, like royal blue, very royal blue. classic Spider-Man look. I love it. It's Heck probably yeah, one of dude. my favorite ones. It was so they, nice. I still haven't explained how like a twenty-year-old knows how to sew a costume, but whatever. It, it, you know, what is it like? Necessity is the mother of invention. It's like you I need guess. to learn how to sew. You need to learn how to sew. Like I mean, he probably didn't know how to do laundry as well until he became Spider-Man and realized he had to clean the suit. You know what I mean? The, it's only, like... the only other thing I will say, so like a negative for me is, is Sandman and, and uh, Lizard. I, I just I, I feel like they weren't that great. And to kind of like to continue with that, if I'm being really really picky, I think some of the CGI for both of them was a bit off. Um, I don't I don't feel like they just it wasn't they just the, it wasn't the best. It just didn't spend a lot of time on them and with them. And I, again, I think they could have just been taken out of the movie and spent the money that you did on two of them and just bring one villain in. And make them a little bit better. Yeah, but no, absolutely. And I think that's it. I think, I think that's it. Though we know where the Bane budget for everything went. It's like it's clearly, you know, it wasn't clearly meant to be. Into, and Andrew. <laughs> it clearly wasn't into the two of them. And it's like, and that's okay. It's like no, there's yeah. there's so many characters in this, and it's like it didn't take away from the movie. Like it didn't make the movie bad. It's yeah, just, those are just negatives. I think. No, absolutely. And I think that's it. Is yeah it didn't take away from it but it's like I don't it didn't add to it either it wasn't like a thing where it was going to add to it and it was going to make it like you know it doesn't benefit the movie in any way it just kind of is a thing 
yep. there. Like, yeah, they're there. We're going to CGI them in because they were before. But <clears throat> just thinking, like, when you see, like, Goblin's upgraded suit and Electro's upgraded suit and, you know, and the fact that they just left Doc Ock alone because don't you freaking touch that? The guy looks perfect. Yeah, I know. He was perfect. Yeah, he's, like, perfect Dr. Octopus. I'm glad they brought him in to be Doc Ock again because I don't think they could have recast that any better. The fight scene, the fight scene on the bridge was just crazy. It was, I loved it, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The f- I'm the f- sure there's a YouTube and MCU. I'm sure there is. <clears throat> Can we just say as well, like the fight scenes and that's just in general were just amazing. They were crazy, man. They were awesome. They were Skeet so brutal, update. which I think a, a lot of, of those films, a lot of these films are missing. Like the, the brutalness of them. If a superpower, if two superpower beings <laughs> are fighting each other, it's gonna be brutal. <coughs> Sorry, you know. shout out to the Infinity Bros. Thank you for that sub, Infinity Bros. Absolutely I, appreciate it. I still think I'm a subscriber myself. Can I, can I say the fact that they got that meme in there yes. with Tom and Osborne as well? I'm something of a scientist myself. Oh, dude, I know uh, you know I talked about this before stream, but they did the Spider-Man pointing meme. Did you see that? So when they were on top of this, <laughs> they were on top of the Statue of Liberty, and they were trying to figure out. No All right, worry, you Spider-Man one. Good day, man. Take care. Hope the stream goes well, brother. Hey, man. Uh, when he was like, no, I'm Spider-Man 1. You were Spider-Man 2, and you're Spider-Man 3, and they were all pointing at each other. They finally did it. They finally did they it. They actually did it. It's amazing. <coughs> uh, it was so good. And so I do want to talk a little bit more about Doctor Strange, and yep. just because he does play a major yeah. part in this movie, and one of the end credit scenes is all about him. Um, yep. as the end end credit scene was about setting up for um, Multiverse of Madness. Before we talk about him, though... Let's talk about the other cameo in the mid-credit scene. Let's do it. Of because we got because this is almost like a a back and forth that's happening now. Because there was a cameo at the end credit of hit in the mid-credit of his movie that was hinting at stuff, and now there's a cameo of Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock, who for some reason is in Mexico with Venom, got transported to this world and apparently he's just been sitting there the whole time talking to this bartender who's been telling him all about the superheroes in this world and he's just like I can't tell if he's just like in awe of the fact of all this stuff happening or just like so drunk it's not sinking in and then he vanishes at the end because they send them all back home well he does say, he says we're drunk and then Tom Hardy stands up and like he starts swaying and it's like, and they get, they get. Uh, did you guys mention the Daredevil cameo? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Chung. Oh, one of the first things we mentioned. I popped it. I almost jumped in my seat when Charlie Cox showed up in this movie. I was so freaking excited. If anyone knows me, I adore Daredevil. So to have him back playing him, I'm like, I'm all good for that. I'm, I'm happy. But yeah, like, so he shows up at the end. <clears throat> a lot of disappointed we didn't get to see actual Venom. It was literally just a Tom Hardy cameo in the Venom box. Yeah. yeah. But apparently. Apparently, when he goes home, though, he doesn't take the whole suit with him. Apparently not. We're not going to ask the logistics of how that works, even though that should have sent the whole suit. Yeah, We're not going to ask the logistics of how he left a little bit of the suit behind when he wasn't actually... He didn't have the suit on, like, mm-hmm. was showing at the time. But somehow a little bit of Venom stayed behind in Mexico. And are we setting up for the black suit in the fourth? Tom Some Holland, people are maybe? saying... Uh, so ads pointed out that um, we might be getting an agent venom i've heard that as well i'm not a huge fan of the guy who plays no Flash Thompson, no so i really, do not I really want agent venom with him 
I hope they don't do that, honestly. No. I hope they do the black suit, they do the symbiote, and they bring, you know... Bring I in a good really Eddie, like Eddie, Eddie bring in an Eddie Brock of this universe. If we're not yeah. going to get Tom Hardy's as officially in this universe, let's bring in an Eddie Brock. Yeah. But no, 100%, absolutely not. No, do not do Agent Venom because it's meant to be Flash Thompson. No. I yeah. hate Flash Thompson in these movies. I yeah. hate it with a freaking passion. Do not make him Agent Venom. Don't do it, MCU. You will lose yeah. money on that one. Yes. Yeah. He cannot carry it. <coughs> no way. Infinity Bros give me symbiote suit Tom Holland like yes. absolutely get, get us a black suit Tom Holland give me him in the symbiote set up for a Venom face off 100% I want to see Spider-Man and Venom and not be told for grace and I want Venom to be the size that he is in his movies against yeah. Tom Holland size Spider-Man yes yeah you know what I mean like Venom should look like Brock Lesnar you know what I mean he should be that sort of oh, size yeah. of dude no, no you know what I mean like, no that's the no dude that he should be <laughs> That's why, like in the in the comics, that's such a contrast. It's not only just the contrast of the suit, his mouth, and all that stuff, but just the sh pure size of Venom. Oh yeah, like, people. Wow, how the heck is he gonna beat this? People guy? don't take into account the fact of like how much he has to outthink Venom because like he outdoes his spider sense. He's bigger. He's stronger. He can move quicker than him. He can outmaneuver him. It's like he can literally outdo him. So Peter has to literally outthink Eddie. Yeah, yeah. It comes down to the thought process of the man. That's how he beats him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, that guy that plays Flash is horrid. Absolutely, he's awful, awful. And please no, Chuck. Please no, Spider-Man strutting down the street in Spider-Man Four. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not do an emo Peter again. We got emo Peter last time. Please don't. No, let's 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 not do it again. Um, but it was interesting seeing his cameo. I wish we got to see him like during the fight. I'd love to have seen Venom come into that even for yeah, a little that, bit. And there was talk of him <clears> maybe being in the movie, which I would not have minded actually. Question uh, though, but... him coming through. As part of them all coming through was literally knowing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Is that linked to the the cameo at the end of Let There Be Carnage? Yeah, really, like, so you know, Venom Venom says like we have billions of years of uh, like basically basically multiversal hive knowledge. So in some universe, Venom knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. It's yeah, because I was going to say, because like that, either Eddie Brock in that universe or that symbiote has to have that information for him to have come through. Because that's what it was like. He saw Spider-Man and I'm like, was that really just a cheap way to get Venom into the end credit scene? So yeah. that they could do the black suit? Because I honestly feel like that's what it was. Because I don't know if you noticed it, like, I saw it, the name at the opening of it, but especially in the end credits, Amy Pascal was all over everything I don't know what sort of deal they have made but yeah. Sony and Marvel are working tighter than ever on the Spider-Man projects yeah. she, her name was all over this yeah. and I'm like I don't it's know funny, I, was, <clears throat> I don't know how I was, re that... I was reading um, some interview somebody was interviewing Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige at the same time and they were talking about uh, you know the end, the end of Andrew Garfield's run and about how basically Sony reached out and said, you know, can you help us with Amazing Spider-Man 3? And Kevin Feige came in and said, I don't know how to help you, but I will work with you. Um, and that's when they came up with basically just kind of rebooting and starting with Tom. And he said, when he he, he basically came to her and said, oh, we're not going to do it, Amazing Spider-Man 3. We need to kind of reboot. And apparently she threw a sandwich at him. So, <laughs> so like, there's definitely a little All bit of animosity. To... But, <clears throat> but to be fair, though, he was right. 
No, he was right. No 100%. question about it. Like, look where we got because of that. Like, you know. Yeah. The reason but... we have this movie is not because of Sony. It's 100% because of uh, Kevin Feige, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This was not a Sony thing. Everything about no. this was put together by Marvel, like, 100%. See, if it was Sony doing another Spider-Man movie, do you really think Toby and Andrew would have came back? I think they came back because they knew Marvel could do, do it and do it well. Yeah. Not to mention having Disney, you know, bucks in your pocket to give to them isn't a bad thing. Heck yeah, dude. I want to know how much they pay them to come back for this. It had to have been a crazy amount. Oh, yeah, and I, I have no doubt it was more than they would ever have had to pay them, but they just did it to secure them. I actually want to look it up right now. <laughs> you know? But I do want to talk, though, about the other end credit scene, because it's not an end credit scene. It is... Yep. It is actually our first trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Which I was not expecting. Did not expect that, but it is a literal carry-on from this. This movie, although he only appears on about half of it, is Doctor Strange 1.5. This is like setting up the status quo for what's going to happen going into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse yep. of Madness. Yeah, because like obviously the setup we talked about was mentioned earlier that uh, Wong's the new Sorcerer Supreme because he's been gone, and because of him pulling this spell and trying all this stuff, things are going crazy. And then he's now looking into the multiverse because he obviously mentions it in the movie. It's something we know very little about, but yeah. this is an expanding concept thanks to the stuff that's been going on in Disney Plus. And uh, we get to see him literally go and meet Wanda when Wanda shows up on the screen. I cheered so much i love elizabeth olsen scarlet witch i absolutely adore her so her being back in this and the two of them working together is great she was amazing in the in the show we get glimpses of um america chavez working with them as well who we knew yep. was going to be in this movie <clears throat> uh we get the return of baron mordo mm-hmm. with dreads he looks not awesome. even going to attempt to pronounce the actor's name i don't think i've ever pronounced it right in my life he's an amazing actor Chiwetel Ejiofor or something like that. Chiwetel Ejiofor. I'm like, I. it doesn't matter how many times people tell me that, I never remember it. I'm like, it's one of those names that just always escapes me. Um, yeah. But he's a phenomenal actor, so I'm so excited to have him back. Um, and the uh, big, yeah, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Sorry. Go ahead. And the big thing that we reveal in this is that apparently Strange is being hunted because the biggest threat to the multiverse now, they believe, is Doctor Strange. And I don't know if it's confirmed, but Doctor Strange heavily hinted. <laughs> has a face-off with someone at the very end of that trailer. Someone who looks like a darker version of himself, who might even similar to someone who we might may or may not have seen in What If. Maybe you know Doctor Strange Supreme, possibly from the What If series, actually showing up and which, facing uh, uh, off which. Go ahead. Sorry. I I'm all for that. Dude, it's a side note, total side note, but kind of related. Can we give a shout out for <coughs> leading into the What If series? There's a there's a spot in the movie where the cape goes around Tom Holland. Yes. And it is it, he looks straight from the What If series. Yeah, from I that love uh, it. the I zombies episode, one hundred percent. He looks like um, Spidey in the cape from that one. It's like, yeah. and I love the fact that we're like hinting at the What If series. Yeah. But kind of like what 
you know, like, oh, there'll be little mentions and hints to it, possibly, that's cool. Like, this might be more than a full-blown hint. Okay, because, uh, you know, another spot in the trailer, in the Doctor Strange trailer, they show the city dissolving. Like, yes. dissolving up, just like it did in What If. Just, just like with like Doctor Strange if. Supreme. Like, oh. Strange Supreme's world, that's what happened. It all disappeared yeah. up because he ended up ending his universe. Yeah. So, and that's the question as well, then, is, like, if Doctor Strange is the biggest threat... Are you talking the combination of Doctor Strange's or is it a specific one? And if it's a specific one, which one? Because Doctor Strange Supreme, like in the What If series, had a very, a very fulfilling arc. Like he, like when his world was destroyed, he realized what he'd done. He'd been left in his little bubble universe, yeah, with nothing for all eternity yeah. until he got called into you know the Avengers of the Multiverse and ends up having like freaking that the two monstrosities the the you know um what's his name killmonger and what's his face is oh, an ultron vision, vision. and yeah, yeah the like the infinity ultron that's got what's his face for captain america in the body completely forgot his name that we did um but it's got them fighting each other in his bubble so it's almost like he's so it's almost like he's um He's oh, Zima, not Zemo. What is it? No, not Zemo. It's like Zola. 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 Thank you. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got like, Arnim Zola. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I know the dude's name. I just can't think of it. But yeah, Zola like and like, America. and like the Infinity, like Ultron body versus like yeah. Killmonger. Yeah. Um. So you have that face off with each other, and he's kind of holding that in his little world, and that's his thing. And it's almost like his redemption. Of he is still a little bit on the nut side, but like he's he's learnt from it. But the smile he gives, if that is him in the trailer, I don't think it's that version of him. No. It's yeah, because like the nut he, job version. Yeah, because Doctor Strange in the What If series, he ends up kind of trying to do the right thing. Like he's not a maniacal, you know, butthole. But in the trailer for this one, he looked like that. Interesting theory though. Is it that one from the multiverse, or is he going to literally rip off what if and do something that splits himself? Mm. And we're going to get a live action reenactment of that fight. Yeah, maybe. You know? But, like, I, it got me hyped for Multiverse of Madness because, like, literally, it gave me enough to hype me. Yeah. Mostly based on what it didn't show me. So, when do you think that trailer is going to be officially released? I don't know, actually. I'm assuming they're going to give it time for people to obviously go and see the movie, but I would imagine, like, if not before the end of the year, definitely beginning of January some point, that'll officially drop, because it's, like, it's not an end credit, it's a literal trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice Wolf Spider. Wolf Spider saying I bought my friend's PS4 and it has Spider-Man and COD on it. Dude, nice. Awesome. Not bad. <laughs> that's a bit of an extra win there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like, and Doctor Strange in this movie, I loved that. I loved the relationship with um, him and Peter. Yeah, it was so cool. And the way it that it developed, so because if you if you've read the comics, you know they actually do have a good relationship. The two of them are mm -hmm. really good friends in the comics. Like Peter and Stephen know each other really well. Yeah. Um, and also massive shout out as well to the fact of like it's the two um, Stanley and Steve Ditko creations like bouncing mm -hmm. off each other. Um, both of those men deserve to be praised for those characters because they're phenomenal. Yeah. But just getting to see like Doctor Strange and him interacting throughout the movie and him trying to almost mentor and guide him, then leading to him like you know like setting Peter up to like catch the 
all the villains that have come through from the other universe and give some tech that can bring them straight to the sanctum with just one shot so they don't have to worry about that to then Peter literally turning on him because like he wants to send them home to die saying it's their fate yeah <coughs> and Peter, Peter wants to try to save them which leads to the death of Aunt May yeah it's like he wants to save them he wants to help them he wants to make it better which can we shout out to that scene by the way when they go in the mirrored universe dude that's so sweet. that scene is insane it's like all the visuals from Doctor Strange that brought back again they made it just as good dude and he puts him in a loop he puts Doctor Strange in a loop and he said I've been falling for what did he say I've been in the mirror dimension for 12 hours yeah like <laughs> so, been hanging over the Grand Canyon for 12 hours because he oh, ties him right, up right. because in the mirror dimension oh, he yeah, realizes where right. he is he realizes he can actually use geometry to stop him it's like, I love I that love love, do you know what's cooler than magic maths <laughs> I love the thing <coughs> how smart he is, though, because like uh, you know, I don't feel like they do that enough. Like he's a crazy, intelligent like mm -hmm. kid, you know. He made his own web fluid. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Though, it's like Peter's like even as a teenager and going into his twenties, like he was still really intelligent. Yeah, may not been quite full genius level yet, but yeah, it was close. <coughs> but yeah, yeah so I mean, like massive shout out to that, and then massive shout out to Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland. Yes. In that final scene where he's holding the spell back and Tom Holland Spider-Man decides make them all forget me. The emotion yeah. from both of them in that scene. They so they put the weight of everything that those characters were feeling on display and it was so good. Like you could tell that it hurt Doctor Strange to do it, you know. Like he you did not want that. to do it, but he also yeah. knew there was no other way. Yeah. <clears throat> and also that kind of love and respect that he had for Peter that Peter was willing to do that to save everyone yeah you know it's like willing to hold off everyone by letting them forget so the spell was cancelled out yeah you know and I hope we see him going to Doctor Strange soon I hope it doesn't take long for him to go and for memories to come back and stuff because those interactions are amazing but yeah there's no, there's no way that he's not going to remember who Spider-Man is somehow I don't know how that's gonna work, but there's there's got to be a way. Yeah, because like he's he's got to at least remember Spider Man, because like yeah. they saved the world together, they defeated Thanos together. You know what I mean? It's like there's so much stuff based around that. Like that can't be totally wiped out, even if they don't know it's Peter Parker. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> you know, and that's the thing I'm interested to see is like I don't know. It set up a brand new world going forward in the MCU itself let alone in the next Spider-Man movie um, and that's the thing is like we don't quite know what the the details of that are yet we don't quite know how that's going to look yeah um, so that's going to be an interesting one to see how that plays out and with so many shows and so many movies set for release next year like we're not going to have to wait long for it like this was a hell of a way to end 2021 yeah. for Marvel awesome. this week has been incredible we got the Hawkeye reveal. <coughs> Spoilers. Yep, Spoilers. and then we've got the last episode of Hawkeye. Like, this Wednesday comes out, the final episode of the season. Kingpin better be in full, sport, uh, full force. That's all I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, well, we're gonna hopefully see Kingpin fully out there. I'm like, that's gonna be like a, the wrapping of Marvel. And I'm like, dang, they gave us this. And just think about this. This is after having a year off with the COVID and the quarantine and everything, and then came back and hit hard in 2021. Can we say the fact that Marvel has crushed it during the pandemic, especially with this movie, 
they broke records yeah. when this movie did during so the freaking pandemic. Just about the stuff they brought out this year, and it's all been pretty much top quality stuff. Like, yeah, they brought out four movies this year: Black Widow, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, and Spider Man No Way Home, as well as multiple TV series: One Division, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye. Can I say most of the movies outside of Black Widow, because that was not that great of a movie in my opinion, no. were bangers. Like I thought Eternals was awesome, Shang Chi was awesome, Spider Man, the one of the best movies, the comic book movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean they've done so, amazing. Like the films and the shows have pretty much all been on point. Yeah. So we got Doctor Strange <laughs> next year in May. We got Thor: Love and Thunder in July. We got Black Panther in in November. We got the Marvels the following year. We're gonna eat good this year next year around. yeah this has been a really good it's been you know i say it usually it's a good week to be a geek and this has been a really good year to be a geek yeah for yeah the amount of stuff that we've got and we have been spoiled this year and it's been so good like i'm i'm glad we've got this show to come on and talk about this stuff i really am like it's it's phenomenal yeah it's funny because like uh, some of my friends don't really care about comic book or comic book movies so you're my only friend that really kind of does I don't um, get this stuff. Like yeah. all, the, all these people that aren't geeks and aren't into all this stuff. Are like, what did you get excited about this week? What have you been doing <laughs> with your life? Like, the whole no, world's like, talking dude, about Spider-Man: No Way Home. What are you doing? I had to talk about. Like, when I came home from the movie, it was like eleven thirty. I was like, I, 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 I got to talk about this with somebody. So I just posted like four hundred tweets in a row. I'm like, dude, I, I got to talk about this. But this movie, <laughs> this movie was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. And this I was. If you, I'm gonna buy it like four times. I, yeah. I cannot wait. If you've not seen this movie, and for some reason you're sitting through our spoiler cast, why would you do that? I don't know. But if for some <laughs> reason you haven't seen this movie, and even if you know these spoilers now, go and see it for yourself. Yeah, because like go the way check that I'm it out, like the way that I think about it is like you know we as comic book movie fans we will watch anything. Mm-hmm. We will watch anything if if not just to support the medium, right? Oh like, yeah, I've watched, bad, even, I've watched some awful stuff. The, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, even the bad DC movies. We want to support the medium. We're going to support it, and oftentimes we'll buy it, even if we think it's not that great of a movie. We'll buy it to support the medium. At least that's what I do. But this was a movie that, when you watch it, you you actually like you were invested in it, like you enjoyed it. It was something that I would watch over and over and over. Sometimes rewatchability is really low in comic book movies. This mm-hmm. is not the case for this one, I don't think absolutely i think this one's going to be a fun one to watch i think it's going to be one to go back and watch and see the easter eggs and to catch all the stuff in it mm-hmm. <coughs> and also just one just to enjoy like as yeah. i can sit down and enjoy this movie there is so much it's as a fan of comic book movies since they initially started like from watching blade when it first came out in the 90s mm-hmm. to the x-men movies in 2000 to the original spider-man movie with toby Maguire when it came out in 2002 yeah i i've grown up with comic book movies mm-hmm. it's the same yeah and this felt like a feast to sit and enjoy i love spider-man i love his story i think it's so easy for people to get him wrong if they don't do the right stuff with him mm-hmm. and i feel like this was just this was an amazing finale for all yeah. three Spider-Men. Like, they could literally stop Tom Holland doing this, and I know he's, like, talked about it and stuff, but Spider-Man 4's happening, so... Yeah. You can shut up. Um, yeah. so have it's it's like, gonna happen. Yeah, because Game of Things like, you ain't going anywhere. What are you talking about of leaving Spider-Man? Like, oh, a special shout-out to... There's a conversation between um, Jamie Foxx's Electro and somebody else. I think it's Andrew Garfield. 
but he's like they're talking about um he said i thought you were black and he's like yeah spider-man somewhere and i'm like okay all right we get it i love we that show because like you're, you're he's like you're in queens you're doing all this stuff you're helping out all these low neighborhood kids and doing all this. I, I thought you'd be black and <laughs> <laughs> i love you know what i love them for for no reason and it goes, I'm sorry, dude. I'm like, why are you apologizing for being white? It's like it's not like you can control that. Oh, that was that was really cool, and that was a cool nod to Miles, the second one that we Yeah, had that was a massive nod. We didn't get to see Miles, which was one of my predictions that we would see. He will be in the next Miles. movie. I but, I will bet money that he'll be in the But next he's already movie. been hinted at, he's been mentioned. I think it was in twice. Homecoming. He got yeah, mentioned. He's been mentioned twice. We met his uncle. We met oh. his uncle, but I think he's specifically been mentioned as well. So one of the things that could be coming up in the next Spider-Man movies could be... They've talked about doing another trilogy with Tom Holland. I think we could be seeing the black suit, but I think we could also be seeing the transition of Miles coming in, possibly. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. <clears throat> if Tom's looking to actually step away, which, to be fair, this is his third Spider-Man movie. He's done the same amount as Tobey Maguire now. He's also done multiple other movies. If you count Captain America: Civil War, yep. if you count Avengers: Infinity War, you count Avengers: Endgame. He's yep. now done what six movies as mm -hmm. Spider-Man, more than the other two combined. Yeah, including well, about the same as the other two combined. Then his cameo for Civil War, where it was basically yeah, a scene. Right. So it's yeah. like I don't maybe not count that one, but like he did appear for quite a chunk of it. So you know, take it or leave it. But like, yeah, he's been doing this character for a while. He's been yeah. playing Spider-Man since 2016 and has already played him in six movies. I think that's literally once a year. Yeah, I think it's time. He has played. Mind. And it's like, so if he is ready to step away, which I don't blame him. Like, one of the trailers that was during, that was on before, it was Uncharted. Which is starring Tom Holland. And, and he looks awesome in it. Like, it looks yeah, like an looks amazing movie. Sweet. It looks really good. He looks phenomenal in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and I don't blame him. The kid's in his 20s. He's a young guy, and you know, like if he's got the hype of Spider-Man, I'm like, he doesn't want to do that until he's forty or fifty. Of yeah. course, he wants to expand his wings. Of course, he wants to go and try other stuff as well. You know, it's not like the guy like is playing him. Like I'll play. You know, it's not like something like Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. He's basically playing himself. Whereas, like, you're basically playing yourself, but he's also like yeah. Tony Stark. You know, like Robert Downey Jr. is like in later on in life, he's like in his fifties. Yeah. Like I'll play, you know, I'll play it as often as you want me to until you're done with me and he did it right up until endgame. Yep. It's like it's not like that situation. Like he's a young kid and I'm like to the point of like he was talking about leaving it, there was almost that thought of like, is he gonna die? Are they yeah, gonna kill him off in this one? Is that gonna be like the big finale to it? I thought they might do that, man. <clears throat> but I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad we're going forward with more stories because I I do like his Spider Man. I do like the path that he's went on in his journey. I've not always been a fan of the supporting characters, but even then, I feel like there's been growth. Yeah. I could not stand Zendaya's version of MJ. I still hate no. that it's Michelle Jones. Agreed. And not Mary Jane. Um, but this was a, I loved her in this. I thought she was doing yeah. really well. I thought the character was done really well. I think the progression. Of, Ned's been amazing. Agreed. Ned's but, been amazing. But I think I think uh, makes more sense when we're talking multiversal Spider-Man. I think it makes more sense. Yeah, now that we're talking, I'm, I'm okay with it. Now that we're talking multiversal, yeah, there is that Mary Jane, and there was Gwen Stacy, and now there's yeah, you know, there was even like that just reminds me of that cute moment of like Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man talking in the lab. Dude, he's trying to encourage him. <laughs> and they see they see like the two of them kissing and being close with each other, and it's like, and he asks him like, "Have you got anyone?" Like Toby asks Andrew, and he says, "Nah, not really." And I was like, kind of hinting at the stuff with Gwen. He's like, I don't know if it's in, you know. He says, What about you? And he's like, Yeah. He's like, you know, 
me and MJ better work some stuff out and he looks at him a bit and like well not that MJ you know my MJ this is going to get really confusing <laughs> um, but he does encourage him during that as well and he's like because he says ah maybe it's just something that's not in the cars for guys like as he said don't say that you know yeah. there's always a possibility there's always a chance you never know and just just Tobey Maguire and this man Dude, it's so good. He was like my favorite Spider-Man, and all, like, and he just solidified. This is what I needed was an older sage Spider-Man to just give wisdom to the younger dudes. And I'm like, yeah. he came in and did what he had to. Like Toby, you're always amazing. There was I know I know we're towards the end of the stream, but there was one more one more cool part. Except the more I think about this movie, the more I remember just really cool like nuggets. <laughs> that's so what Ned, that, yeah, that's what happened. There was like I just oh we never talked about that. I remember that but <laughs> So when Ned, they're all in the lab, they're making the serum for all the villains, and, and Ned and Ned goes, Peter! And all of them turn around and go, yeah? And then he goes, no, Spider-Man. And they're like, that's, that's all of Tom's like, we're all, we're all Spider-Man. Peter Parker. And he goes, no, Peter Parker. And he goes, we're all Peter Parker. Same problem, Ned. The real Spider-Man, or the real Peter Parker. That was hilarious. I love it, that was amazing. Hey, give me the challenge, how is it going, my friend? What's up? We are actually just going to be wrapping up our stream shortly, but yeah, No Way Home was phenomenal. It's, we've we've not even been doing a review of it. We've literally been talking about some of our favorite moments from it, some of the awesome yeah. stuff that has been taking place during this movie. And it is, it's just... Oh, it's such a good high to end the year on. It was yeah. so good. I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Um, it was just such a great way to end the year. And just to, like, to end it on a good note and a good feeling. Again, I think this will go down. I'm, I've still got to think about it, but Endgame for me had the number one spot, my favorite comic book movie of all time. I think this dethroned it, for real. This is that good. This movie is so good. There's not, there's no wasted, there's nothing wasted in the movie. No callbacks, no cameos. Do you know what the thing is? Except maybe Lizard and Sandman. That's the only great. They're probably I have, the but... only wasted things. Do you know what the thing is though? Like, and not to say that it didn't. And I'm trying to think of my words for this well here. Um. Endgame had really strong emotional points, you know, like Tony Stark dies, I, I was in tears with everyone else, you know, I was in shock and awe when Steve picks up me on the air. Yeah. We've, we've talked about all that sort of stuff. I did not feel as emotionally invested in that in the same way that I did with this. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And like I felt emotionally invested with the end game. It was the end of this journey and it's still one of the most hyped moments. Like like I I didn't feel sitting in the cinema the same way I did feeling with Endgame. No, Endgame no, no. was a scenario in itself. Everyone was there, everyone was hyped, everyone's been waiting a year for this finale. And we were all electric and charged and ready for this. I still remember when you show. and I went and, you know, again, I may or may not have yelled an expletive <laughs> out when, when uh, Captain America picked up Mjolnir. But, I was sitting yeah, next to you. you I was sitting next to you. You definitely shouted it. <laughs> oh, man. It was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a literal visceral reaction. It just came out. It was like, But with this, I, it was more of an inward experience, I feel. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily yeah, about the collective and sitting there together with everyone. It was it hit hard and it hit emotionally and it was just so Oh, it was so good. And like and getting yeah. to see Toby and Andrew get their just desserts and getting the finales that they deserved. Getting to see great finales for so many great villains and so many great actors like Willem Dafoe and uh, Alfred Molina, you know, and getting to see them like tie up their stories and Jamie Foxx and you know 
I feel like this is a culmination of like because we've reviewed all those films you and I have. Yeah, we've talked about them in the show. Yeah, we've talked about the good and the bad, and I feel like this movie addressed a lot of what we talked about and a lot of maybe the issues that we had with those films. I think this. Movie well, I think that's the thing as helped. well. People forget Spider-Man Three and Amazing Spider-Man Two. We talk about the notes that those ended on. They were never meant to be finales. Yeah, there was a Spider-Man Four and there was an Amazing Spider-Man Three in the works, and they were starting to plan and prepare. So Toby and Andrew never got their finales. This yeah. was their finale. Yeah, and it was perfect, man. And it, it was, was the end of a chapter for Tom Holland's Spider-Man and the opening yeah. of a new chapter. It was all spot on, and just even just the little stuff of like the throw to all the characters, the bringing back in of Charlie Cox for Daredevil, the every little thing they did was just so well done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, was like I was watching a comic book. Uh, gave me a chance to say, and it finally felt like Tom Holland was a real Peter Parker Spider-Man when he just gave everything up and started from nothing absolutely I think I was saying that earlier on like that yeah. was probably the most Peter Parker thing that any of them have ever do- done like being doing something for the greater good above everything else like that and uh, Tom Holland really came into his own in this one like it has really been a growth of Peter Parker absolutely yeah. through these three movies and he's he's Agreed. done amazing so, yeah, yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, like, what are you doing with your life? Go see it. You need to go see it immediately. Go see it now. You're finished. Why done. have you watched this whole time? Yeah, we're done. We're, we're getting ready to wrap up. You have no reason to stay. Go watch this movie. Yeah. Well, actually, you do have a reason to stay. Cutting segue. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> good, good segue. Cutting segue. You have a reason to stay if you're a sub to the channel. Because we are going to be doing a giveaway. Let me see if I can... I don't even have the picture. This is how unprepared I am. So thank you, COVID. Like I don't even have the pic- I don't even have the picture up or anything like that. So let me. I'm gonna create a new scene. Give me a sec. I should have done all this before stream, but like literally, yeah. COVID has done nothing but kick me around for the day. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, Mr. Cross over here has COVID probably, and he's been doing this stream for two hours. So huge kudos. Thanks, dude. Oh, no problem at all no problem I lo- I'd like I wasn't going to miss this I wasn't going to miss talking about this and wrapping up our year with yeah so I apologize it's a black screen on here just now there we go so I wanted to get the image up of this because this is an amazing image this cover art is phenomenal for this alright you all see that okay yep so we are doing a giveaway today for Dominion Follow the House of Saul, Volume 1 from Terminus Media. If you've watched the channel for any length of time, you've seen us talking with Dr. Baron Bell, you've seen us um, doing panels with Terminus Media over the last couple of months as well, talking to amazing creators, and we actually have a copy of Dominion Follow the House of Saul, Volume 1, which has just been released this month um, on Amazon and on the Terminus website for giveaway as a special gift to one of our members of the comic clan and it will be signed by Dr. Bell and I believe Daniel Hancock as well um, who is the co-writer on it so Dr. Bell the creator and Daniel Hancock the co-writer on it so we're going to give this away to one of our subs um, so if you are not subbed to the channel and want to be in with a chance of winning this then this is your opportunity to go ahead drop a sub you can do that through as low as four ninety nine for the lowest tier sub or you can do that as um, with your Amazon Prime and then it's nothing. So we're going to be giving that away um, to our subs as a thank you and oh, where did we go? There we are. We disappeared. We were, <laughs> we were gone for some reason. They don't reason. need to see us. 
Um, so we are going to be doing the giveaway for one of our subs. So if you want to be in with a chance of winning this, it's a chance to sub to the channel and it's also as a thank you to our subs for everyone who has been financially supporting us 100%. Thank you for the financial love and support that you have given this channel. Um, right before I pull this drawing to give anyone a chance to jump in if they want to, this is our last podcast, not only for 2021, but for the next, what, few weeks, the next month? Let yeah, me, next month. One. So we are going to be back actually in February. So let me just one, two, three, four, five, six. So I believe seven weeks we are not going to be here with a podcast. <clears throat> so we're going to be back on February 6th, the first February. Uh, the first Sunday in February um, we'll be back with the podcast we're going to be doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes a lot of work on the channel a lot of stuff to help get stuff better for you guys and to try and make it a better experience for all of you but like every year I like to try and upgrade Comics in the Cross and get us to a newer level and newer heights and I feel like everything that we've got in the works right now like is is close to that yeah so absolutely we are so excited for this so excited for everything that's coming your way Um my lovely wife Jay, as long as she is feeling well enough, will be streaming Bioshock 2 tomorrow, so stay up with her social medias for that. Um, she has COVID as well, so she may still be feeling sick from it and reeling from it. She's been reeling for a couple of days. Um, but she's going to try and do Bioshock 2 tomorrow. I am not going to be back this week. I finished Batman Arkham Asylum last Tuesday. Um, so I'm not going to be back on Tuesday morning. I'm going to leave it. Um, and Nitro, I don't know if you were going to be doing Tuesday. Or are you going to be working in anything? Uh, I don't know. I probably will not be streaming on Tuesday <laughs> night, but I'll keep everybody posted. Just because I got family coming in this week and I got to wrap up some stuff for Christmas. So, uh, but I'll keep yeah. everybody posted. No worries. Almost done. Okay. Um, but yeah, I wasn't sure if um, you were doing something, so I wanted to just check with that. So yeah, so chances are tomorrow night, if my wife streams, it's going to be the last uh, stream of the year for us. Um, so make sure you come in with and hang out with her as she um, tries to finish up Bioshock 2. If not, we're probably going to be done until the beginning of February. And February 6th will be our first one as we kick off back with the podcast. <clears throat> but thank you for everyone who's followed us this year, for everyone who's subbed to us, yes. everyone who's supported us, everyone who's came in, hung out, chatted, lurked, everything that you've done, raided, and hosted us, everything followed us on social really? media joined our discord like you know subscribe to our youtube channel everything that you guys have done this year to support us yeah it really means a lot for it, real it's amazing like we are we are like what 40 something followers away from 600 followers on twitch Crazy. which is like mind-blowing like we celebrated 500 followers this year and that's yeah. that was a mind-blowing experience that was one of our first big milestones we had i remember when we were trying <laughs> to shoot for 100 yeah it's like it's absolutely insane oh thank you GC I appreciate that brother seeing you all are amazing peoples thank you so much we appreciate it you're amazing peoples you're amazing peoples <laughs> um, so let me go ahead and go back to this dominion screen I'm actually going to see if I can pull the wheel up on here currently booking tickets for my second viewing not really <laughs> are you kidding you totally are All right, we got that up on the screen. All right, so we're going to spin the wheel. We're going to see who has won this copy of Dominion Fall of the House of Salt. This was your last chance. There's no more additions to it, so the people we've got on there are our possible winners. 
Let's do it. Do this. And the winner is Wolf Spider. What what? Our good friend, massive supporter of the channel, has given us so many bits, so many gifted subs over the years, like one hundred percent. Thank you so much, Wolf Spider, for all the support and love that you've given us, brother. Yes. Um so you are the winner of Fall Dominion Fall of the House of Saul Volume One that will be signed um by Dr. Bell and Daniel and I will uh, reach out to you to get mailing details to pass on to them and they'll be sending it out from them directly because uh, we don't have the copies yet or they have all the copies of lit when, it, when I say it's gone on sale like they literally have just gotten them this month and um, so it'll be coming directly from them and um, so you don't have to worry about too many hands touching it they've got it all but thank you so much to everyone who supported us who has followed us who has done all these amazing things and um, with our channel like I yes I honestly can't can't praise this year enough and the amazing community we've got and the amazing year you've given us like it was so funny like i was going back looking at like our first like um opening video that i made and stuff and mm. looking at some of the stuff and it's like it's it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> to remember look our back. first dream we had just so many technical issues so we had so many technical issues that i literally was sitting with you on speakerphone on my cell phone yeah like here just holding you putting it on the mic <laughs> so that people could hear you on the mic like it, it uh it was insane yeah yeah we've come a long way and we really appreciate everything you guys have done for us yeah thank you so much for everyone who's been with us who's shown us love and support and um, so i think we're actually going to go over and raid one geek 411 it's been a little while since we've raided them cameron was in showing us some love so i want to go and show them some love as well they're good friends of ours so if you're not um following them and not don't know them not hanging out with them yet go and show cameron some love go and spread the christmas cheer with him he is playing the last of us right now um, and we will see you all in the new year your burden with a glorious raid it's a good week to share the love i like that raid command i, I think that works i made a new raid command is like yeah i think that's a good raid command yeah we were desperately needing one to be fair <laughs> right but yeah, we are going to go and show them love. Make sure you hang on with our social medias so that you can keep up to date when we're going live. If Nitro does go live on Tuesday, let's be honest, probably not if he's got family coming into town, but to keep up to date with my wife because she really wants to finish Bioshock before the end of the year. So keep up to date with that. Oh, it's just social, dude. Yep, I knew that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for everyone hanging out. Um, there is one thing I was going to say to you, Nitro. I wasn't sure if you wanted to show, because um, I've been doing some work behind the scenes. I've been working on a new trailer. Oh, yeah, dude. I haven't seen it. I know you sent me an email, but I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Do you think I should share it with the people that are here? Do it, man. Do, Do it. it. This isn't a complete... This is a first draft, so we don't have a lot of changes to it. I'm still going to be editing the volume and the everything like that, but I rendered it because when you put so many videos together in our like thing, it starts to freak out. And you have it. Let Nitro finish up watching it on the street. Dude, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Sorry, yeah, it's a little bit of a delay, dude. That's sick. I love it. But yeah, that's a new one. So I tried to get some good clips in there. Obviously, adding G in there and stuff like that. So that's a little hint of the new video. It still needs to be worked on a little bit. Still a bit to do on it. But it's a first draft. I think it's looking pretty good. That's awesome. Got a lot of really cool clips in there. All right, but the everyone... dumpling one. I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah, I had to include that when I found that clip again. Like, yeah, that has to go in. Oh, but thank you so much to everyone uh, I'm going to have to head off I think my wife is now struggling with the kids so I need to go and save her uh, but thank you for everyone for supporting hey, us this year and we will see you all in Love February and um, we'll still be yes. hanging out on Twitch we'll still be on social media so you'll still be able yep. to connect with us but we will see you all in the new year take care and remember yeah. it has been a fantastic year to be a yes. geek
Take care, everyone. Go see no way home. Zero miedo. I got no fear. Zero miedo.